The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Uh, Herbie Hope, how you doing? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Yes, it's only the Kimmer. Troubleshooter. <laughs> we'll get to that here in a moment, but first... <laughs> Bullshit. Hey, give me a little like something it. over the effort, you know. <laughs> pretty yeah, it was pretty impressed. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But first, Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire. Is that the jersey I was trying to find for you? Mm. No. What, what was the one you from Princeton? You wanted Princeton, a Princeton want long old, sleeve something, yeah, and I, yeah, and I yeah, and yeah, this the big C here should give you a clue. Well, that I, it's I, I couldn't remember what the school was. Could have been uh, Chattanooga. What, I don't, what jersey C-H, is this? Uh, that's Cheshire Bridge. That's from the English uh, Cheshire uh, soccer team. <clears throat> Flounder, what shirt is this? What jersey is this? C H. Not well. I, C- I don't know. H. Chicago. Chicago Blackhawks. No. Chicago Blackhawks. No. Canucks. Oh, God. Well, I, how am I supposed to know? It's the Montreal Canadiens. With an H? The H is for les habitants, the inhabitants of Montreal, habitants. Well, that's complete crap. I yeah, don't like that at all. Last time I checked, <laughs> this is the United States of America. That's yeah, deceitful, the bastards. <laughs> well, the reason I'm wearing it, there's a huge rumor going around. Yeah. Oh, we're, they're coming back. We're going to get another NHL I team. Oh, that boom boom Joffrey and that Trosclair there shit up in the Detroit City there We need Jigs McDonald back. Oh, we, we got need the Flames name back. Trosclair, yeah, the Flames. Let's. Uh, I mean, Calgary. There's. Let's get rid of the name. Give well, us the name back. We'll buy it. All right, now wait a minute. Get another name for Calgary. All right, hold everything. Okay. You know that they sell Atlanta Flames jerseys up in Calgary? I, know. I hold everything. This is Pete Davis. We never actually got to the Pete Davis sidekick producer sports <laughs> recordator extraordinaire and flounder, the mechanical mangler <laughs> at the controls uh, at El Condo Flounder. And uh, uh, Lucas, the podcat, is here roaming around having fun. Okay. Now, wh- I, 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 let's pick a better Let's pick a new name. No, the Flames. Give us our name back. Well, I, I don't. Well, I got to tell you, no, I came here in 72, so I don't have, I wasn't, well, I wasn't they, born they here. They showed here in 73. I know, and I remember, you know, boom, boom, Shoffrey, and all that stuff, and all that stuff. However, I don't have any allegiance to the name since they've already taken it. You know, it, it'd be like they the Baltimore, it. it'd be like the Baltimore uh, Colts wanting to get the Colts name back. No, 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 this, uh, this happened. The Browns. Kept the name in Cleveland. That was part of the deal if he moved that team to Baltimore. And the Ravens are a perfect name for Baltimore right. because of Poe. Okay, but and I'm they saying. Got, they kept the Browns. The, the Atlanta is associated with Flames and the Phoenix Rising. Calgary has nothing to do with Flames. They need a name for them. It's like the Utah Jazz. Makes no sense. Yeah, I know. I didn't understand Change that the either. name. Yeah, from the New Orleans. When I was in New Orleans. I it made Butch. no sense. Yeah, I used to know Butch Van Bredikoff. You believe uh, that? No, that's Boy, that's cool. he, that man, Butch Van Bredikoff, the coach of the New, of the New Orleans Jazz. Jazz. Um, Never wore pants. He wore shorts everywhere. He could go to a formal dinner at the American Business Association shorts. (laughs) That's the damnedest thing I ever saw. Anyway, um, well, I think I I think it'd be cool to get a new name. Uh, Call him. What would you call him? Uh, The The the, Olympians. The Atlanta Grits. I don't know. The Atlanta. uh, The Atlanta Champs. I don't. Flames was the. It was the perfect logo. It's right up there. Flames are great. And the the Hartford Whalers. It was a perfect. That's why they still sell the jerseys in Calgary. You buy them. Okay. Because it was a perfect logo. I'm not trying to. 
get you upset for the rest of the weekend. I'm just, I'm just saying, it wouldn't bother me if we had, if we had fun coming up with a new name. If we get an, our national hockey team well, back more again. more important than that, I don't want the Thrasher name back. I mean, I, well, I really don't want. Thing. I'll no. live with it, but I don't want it. I want the damn arena around Alpharetta. I don't want the more downtown yeah, hockey yeah. arenas. That's bullshit. or any arenas. Who's going down there? I mean, I, you know, it's like I ain't going down to let. It's perfect for the Hawks. That's yeah. great. Fine. But but the hockey arena should be up. Letting the Braves proved. Yeah. You move up to the northern suburbs, and boom, business explodes. Well, not only that, if you look at the if you look at the Hawks, they're an urban they're an urban team. Right. Yeah. They're perfect well, for downtown. Well, yes. they have the high fade barber shop right there on the freaking court, don't right. they? I mean, you know, I got no problem with the Hawks down there. It's just great. the hockey should be in all. the northern suburbs. Now, speaking of the Braves, and we'll get to holy crap of sports. I'm guessing tomorrow. What's today? Today's Thursday, as tomorrow. we speak, tomorrow. And by the way, this is podcast number 536 on the 9th of March, as we speak. Um, the Braves have had to stop selling season tickets because there won't be any more ball game seats left for the whole summer. Well, you know, they, they, that was very nice of him to do that. I think it's great. Yeah. Because, I mean, about the guy, you know, his brother-in-law or his sister or the kids are coming into town, love to go yeah. to a ball game in July sometime. Oh, they're all sold out for the whole year? Season 10. Oh, my God. So, yeah, you're talking about, you know, that's people will drive there and they aren't going to be driving down the old Hank Inward Stereo. I would come down from the hills for a hockey game. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so but we'll talk. We got holy. We'll talk about. So I got a lot. In fact, I got but a they lot. They got to get a good. All, they got. They, no well, one of those. Do it no, right. none of the losers. Pathetic are losers. Are they going to give this to the other one? Are they going to give this to the soccer guy? Owner and the, and the Falcons guy? and the soccer guy. I hope not. Arthur Blank. I hope not. He, I'll, I'll bet. Nah, he don't want to have anything to do with it. No, this is another group that says they're ready for this, and I don't think he's part of it. Well, I don't know. And I, I don't want any of the loser, pathetic losers from the spirit group having anything to do yeah, with it. I know, this. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, it's fun, to t- it's fun to think about, and I, I think that'd be great for the city. Although it'd be another chance for the... Oh, uh, the hell with the city. Well, it'd I mean, be for great the for yeah, North for the Georgia. People. Well, I mean, for the people who live in North Georgia, not for Atlanta, because Atlanta, as you know, is a hideous Sucks. place to live. Real quick, uh, would you explain to the listeners what you just gave me real quick. Okay. This is very in funny. In the mail, I got a notice from a company, Something Media. Or it's, a, about, it's about the Kimmer domain. Yeah, and it says, uh, you owe us $289 for your domain name for your internet server serving of the overnight. So uh, Kimmer uh, handed this call. to me, and I, I glanced at it, and I was like, all right, I'll, look, I'll send this to Mike, our engineer guru. Mm-hmm. And he uh, texted me back, no. Laughed. And then he circled something at the bottom that's in... Uh, all caps. This is not a bill. This is solicitation. You are under oh. no obligation to pay the amount stated above wow. unless you accept this offer. That's the first I've ever heard. They, they were, I, I, I never even read it. I just gave it to Flounder. <laughs> but the other ones I got from this company called CFS and hey. one just like that hey. was the fake company hey. where they said that we owed the money for $300 a year or something, which is a bunch of crap. Fix this. I can't find the damn thing. Would we do something bad? No, I just can't find the show. On your uh, laptop? For some reason, I don't want to go to the show for some reason. Keep talking. Okay, well, this is why people are watching and enjoying, and uh, they're, we're on, right? No, people I can watch us. I forgot to hit start on YouTube, so it'll work here shortly. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> well, while you do that, I, I, and by the way, we got a million newsy things and a million other things, too. We will talk about the Tucker tapes. We'll talk about the reaction. We'll talk about all the lies. We'll talk about all the fakes. We'll talk about all the goofballs. Uh, we'll talk about... Um, uh, we'll talk about the hearings. We'll talk about uh, Dr. Jill saluting uh, one of the women of the year of the year with a special. <laughs> did you see that? Joke. Also, by the way, Flounder, um, there's some so- couple of sound bites of uh, Vice President Schiffless. One about uh, the other day, or I think last night, she was talking about. Oh God, what was it? Conservatism and what? Uh, that, yeah, the conservative was, but but just last night she said something really stupid. She was laughing and giggling and doing her ridiculous thing oh, about it, something yeah. stupid, and it was just freaking hysterical. We'll try to find that for you. Um, also, um, we'll uh, we'll talk about the Afghan pullout hearing. We'll talk about the COVID hearing. Uh, Ty- by the way, Tiger Woods I, I, is not in the news except on my phone about his girlfriend in the lawsuit. I didn't I didn't even hear about until yesterday I said oh my god that why is everybody taking it? her side on this we don't know what kind of person well, she was well, I, I'm amazed that it wasn't even you know if you say the word Tiger Woods if there's a golf tournament or if there's a special at the golf channel if you look up the golf channel uh, the best games in history you click on it's a Tiger Woods victory I mean it's, everything is Tiger Woods the you know uh, uh, God's only child um, and so I'm amazed that he hasn't this hasn't been splashed in the headlines of this lawsuit <laughs> against Tiger Woods you know and his ex-girlfriend his Security took her to said, pack your stuff for a light trip. We're going to. Well, yeah, don't, don't tell. I got the story. I got the story. Don't tell everything. <laughs> That's one of my stories. Also, uh, the girl Paige uh, Spernafinak or whatever Spernack. her name is, Spernack. Paige Spernack is a monsterly luscious Playboy centerfold type uh, beach bunny babe. And she's hot and she knows mm-hmm. and everybody knows it. She's, she's smart, a, too. Yeah, she's smart. I mean, she's, a, you know, she's an athlete. She tried, she was on the PGA Tour or LPGA Tour. I think she hated it or it messed her up or whatever. Anyway, I she's know. a professional. Her boobs uh, are too big. Profe- they got and in the she's way. got enormous uh, Marzula Galagoangas. Like, uh, who was the British fellow? I said the, bre- the breasts were getting in the way of the swing. Ben Curtis? Was that him? Yeah. Uh, who said Ben, it? no, it wasn't Curtis. Ben. Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. It, it is Ben. Matter. Anyway. Um, she has come out with an article. Uh, Stop looking at my oh, boobs. please. Everything she puts out, she I has know, this low again, cleavage again, thing. Again, again, that's part of I'm teasing. I'm well, doing a tease. Quit, quit doing the teases. Let's do the show. Well, I've, I got do the so show. much. I'm doing the show. With it. People want to listen to the show. Oh, They'll hear it God. do it. Oh, my God. You're such an and asshole. Here's the thing sometimes. about the teases with a podcast. We'll talk about if Jim Short. If they don't like what, you, what you're doing, then they can fast forward to you doing something else. You oh, don't my. need teases for a podcast. God, oh. Do Jesus, the show. Annie and Mary. Uh, we got a nice note from Tim uh, with, a, with a donation inside. I haven't even opened it yet. Also from Michael. Uh, again, one of our uh, things. Oh, thank you, Michael. Um, also, uh, check this out. Uh, we got. Th- I just got this in our uh, post office box. By the way, if you go to thekimmershow.net, you can get the address for our post office box. You can get a way to uh, contact us. Venmo is sending us some um, uh, some money stuff. This is a package. From and when they send three things, I give a happy St. Patrick's Day from Deborah Cavanaugh. Deborah, God bless you, sweet girl. You just this is incredible, Aww. and it's a uh, it's a bag of premium chocolate, <gasps> we'll luscious, decadent, that. smooth, creamy, and we can open that okay. baby right up there and. Uh, While you're doing that, yeah, I got you guys some treats. You did. Who here likes peppermint bark? 
Oh, I like bark. A peppermint. I wouldn't probably buy peppermint, but I love bark. With yeah, and just, peppermint bark has got right, to be delicious. Not, I got it for Christmas, but I just, I just not big on peppermint bark. Yeah, I'm, it's so probably not my if hugest you guys, thing. If you want some, and you want some, well, well here's some. Okay, excellent. And you can take. Also, excellent. I got this for Christmas too, but I'm not a big toffee eater. I'm not a toffee guy. Uh, it's from the Mission District in San Francisco. It's supposed to be some of the best chocolate made out there. It's but that's that hard, crispy stuff, right? Toffee. Right. No, it's black sesame seed toffee bread. Never mind. Yeah, from that's Dandelion flounder. That's chocolate. all the flounder's name all over it. And it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, but well, let's try you. this. It's very kind. Hoping those puppies up. Um, okay, okay. Oh gosh, it's all <laughs> stuff. What is this? <laughs> well, i got to put these letters back all here right. before. Right. Cool. Okay. Um, okay, on with the show. Uh, oh, uh, drive it down 400. Um, and there's this, uh, one of those uh, electronic blinking signs above the 400 as you're driving down. So, of course, I look at it. I look at the sign very carefully, and it says, Stop the threat. Fight distracted driving. <laughs> With a sign. With an electric sign <laughs> that I said, well, what did that say? And I'm turning my head what? to try to catch it as I'm going under what? it, and meanwhile swerving into the other lane. As I, I, I can't believe it. A big electronic stop distracted driving. What's that? You're idiots. <laughs> also, just if you're watching live at 1 o'clock this afternoon, again, this is Thursday, the 9th of March, 2023. If you're watching live at 1 o'clock this afternoon on Showtime, the original Death Wish with Charles Bronson <laughs> and Hope Lang. It's one of the worst oh, movies of all time. I mean, the acting, the script, the direct. I mean, oh, it's horrible. <laughs> but all the others I've liked. In fact, the one with Bruce Willis. Is it Bruce Willis? Probably. No, no, who's the one? Yeah. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce Willis, the, uh, where he plays the, he's the surgeon doctor and his wife and kid and stuff. That I like that one. Whenever that's on, I DVR and I watch all the good parts. Yeah. Anyway, I thought those were uh, fairly interesting things. Okay, now. Oh, let me do this before I forget, too. Um, uh, da -da 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 -da. I got a great text this morning from, uh, and a picture from Eric at Farmhouse Printing. And by the way, um, I feel bad, or badly, because if I get a picture... Um, Rumble does not allow me to put it on Rumble. It only takes videos. All right. So I can't, I was going to put this on our podcast Facebook page, but I can't, I mean, on our uh, podcast Rumble page, sorry. Uh, but I can't because they don't Twitter. take pictures. Why? Text it to me and I'll put it on our Twitter page. Okay, I will do that in one second. I'm going to read it first, and it's from Eric at Firehouse Printing, and it says, uh, uh, Kimmer fan Greg Vaughn, whose picture's in this, from Monroe, Georgia, retired police officer, drove two and a half hours to Farmhouse to have a few shirts made. Could have gone to dozens of shops that are closer, but came all the way to us thanks to the Kimmer Show. Would be nice to give him a hoorah, separify, by the way, it's oorah, O-O-H, but that's okay. Uh, hoorah is what the Army says with an H. Hoorah is what the Marines say. Uh, uh, Urai and Supperfy on the podcast. And uh, uh, absolutely. So, uh, Greg Vaughn from Monroe, retired police officer. God bless you. By the way, uh, I'm going to mention when we talk. Take, oh. a, take a breath between I, things. I will take a breath for a second. By the way, these are fantastic. Are they good? Are they all the same or are you they various? Try these, Flounder. Are they various? I think it's milk chocolate. Pretty good. Yeah, okay. Um, 
Um, oh, um, instant, when we talk about the Tucker thing, I will, the thing, the one mistake I think he made, and all the others who are supporting him in the United made, is is by not saying, yes, we know there was violent behavior. Yes, we know that we can see the video here of people shoving and punching and doing. I said there was there were examples of that, and those most I guess most of those people got arrested, and they'll be dealing with the justice system. If you fight a cop, you should go to jail. If you hit a cop, go to jail. I mean, nobody questions right. that. So we believe, you know, we believe in our police officers. However, let's say. We'll get to the rest of it. Um, as we go. So, so this Eric Farmhouse. Thank you, Eric, and thank you, uh, 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 our police officer friend. Now, Farmhouse we, Printing Co., they're well known by us. They're pretty well known, all right. They're all kinds of shirts, hats, and signs, and all kinds of stuff. No minimum order. That's a great thing. He could have bought one or 1,000 of whatever he wanted. That's right. It was great. Yeah. Laser engraving for the tough stuff, like if you have livestock or something to bring in there. I'm just kidding. FarmhousePrintingCo.com <laughs> of Sonoya. Eric and the gang, they do all our you stuff here. You could probably here. laser print your dog. I, maybe. I don't know. No. No, you know, just... You could ask him. I no. Check it out. Farmhouseprintingco.com. I'm just saying. But they'll they'll take photos of your dog and yeah. put them on anything, there including you your dog. Well, they did our they did our podcat towel that I got for Flounder. They yes, did sir. my golf towel for my son. All, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Great, uh, great, 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 great company. Great. Um, okay, uh, as you know, I now I guess you don't know. You're about to find out. I have reason to celebrate. <laughs> my new delve into the land of high tech. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, on Friday mornings, as you know, I call in or actually I go on this thing called Opal. It's some kind of a computer link thing, okay? Uh, and they open it up and I talk on the computer and it goes into this radio station and I talk on the radio station on Friday mornings, 106.3 at 725 Friday mornings. Um, lately, it's been giving us bugs. And when I turned it on to check it with Flounder last week, it wouldn't work. It said no internet connection. So it didn't work. And I had to go on the phone. And when the phone, it's the whole thing. Anyway, so Flounder uh, said, oh, he's going to come over and fix it. So yesterday, Flounder came over to my place and fiddled with it, got it on the phone with Mike and did all kinds of stuff. And they figured out what they thought was going to work. And then it wouldn't work. Things just weren't working. And if Flounder and Mike, the engineer, can't figure it out, you know, I had nothing to do with it. Anyway, so, so Flounder takes him, hit my laptop that he gave me, actually, back to his place yesterday. Several hours later, he gets back and says, I think I fixed it. He brought it back to the house. Uh, fixed it up. We checked it. Seemed to be fine and dandy. All the stuff I had to do. I wrote down the, what I have to do to make sure everything is all set to go. Flounder goes home this morning. He says, let's check it out and see if it works. I turn on the laptop and it says, no internet connection. No, no, just a freaking minute. Which is exactly what happened for the, the reason he came out to the house twice and got with Mike. And so he, so Flounder says, well, turn it off and try to start over again. So I turned it off. And when I did, all of a sudden the screen, and then I turned it back on again, the screen pack it came back on with a with a screensaver shot I've never seen before. I had no idea what it was. So then I said, well, I'm, I'm just going to try doing stuff on my own. So I can't believe I did this. So I started clicking stuff, you know. When I clicked it, I clicked it off, and I clicked it back on again. And then it said, hello, Mike. And then I clicked another couple of things, and it, the damn thing came on. So I, I have no idea what I did. It's just, it, that's the computer... I mean, once you shut it down, it, it, it's turning on. It goes through a couple different screens. But if you weren't to touch anything, it would eventually just go to the Hello Mike. Yeah. And if you hit any button, it'll go to the blue page, the, the main page that, that yeah. has the Opal. But, but again, and, and I'm at the stage where I was nervous. To, I said, well, God, I'm going to erase the whole damn thing. I mean, really, you know, and, that's, and for me, <laughs> I mean, I'm very proud of myself that I actually troubleshot to the, uh, you know, <laughs> anyway, for the record. Uh, okay, I'll never talk about and it again. And again, Kimmer always struggles with technology, but this is an old laptop, so the issues we've been having have not been with Kimmer. It's just the laptop and some settings. Yeah. And by the way, I will say this for the record. I still don't understand why it's not possible that everybody, every company, 
company that makes a phone or a computer doesn't, or and a plug-in device doesn't have it simplified so that you can contact each and, and do your own thing with each other without having to do all kinds of different stuff. I guess they do it to make the money to make you buy extra stuff, obviously, but still <laughs> stupid. Okay, uh, I don't know who had Kimmer's tires on the uh, Kimmer t-shirt bingo game. Uh, it's actually both back tires <laughs> have shards of metal uh, sticking in them, <laughs> and so I've got. I, they were plugged by Buddy David up at Butler Tire. They came they installed. Order. What's that? Those came installed. They came installed, apparently. Uh, and it's like my eighth uh, set of tires now uh, because of driving in Alpharetta. It's everywhere you look. It's all cones and barrels and, and you know, construction and <laughs> detours. And anyway, and don't drive here stuff. So anyway, so now i got to get two uh, two more uh, branded tires. Very, very excited. Um, oh, i got a, a quick uh, Facebook uh, thing here, and we'll talk about the Tucker business. Um, but first, I get the hey, we got a nice, a very nice Facebook message from. Uh, well, actually, got several of them, and one of them said is from um, uh, Olivier Daniela Hayde, and uh, the picture of a lovely brunette, and it says. Coucou vous faites de superbe publication j'ai lu et mieux vérifiez votre profil j'ai joué tels que non sont émis. So you know that, but you don't know the Montreal Canadiens. I don't know the Montreal okay. Canadiens so with an H in them for the Montreal. Uh, yeah, Montreal. So anyway, and here's what the uh, translation says. From Olivier Daniela. Hello, you make great publication. I read and better checked your profile. I would like us to be friends. <laughs> By the way, every day I'm getting like nine of these women saying, uh, you are a very wonderful of the person I want to have your friend with. What the hell is all this? Write her back and ask her if she kisses. Oh, uh, yeah, no to kiss, no to kiss. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. All right, moving right along as we were not stopping for anything. Um, uh... Uh, oh, and again, uh, Venmo, we got some uh, more. Uh, last thing, and then we'll go right to the Tucker thing. I swear to God, I'm not, I'm not digging around here at all. Uh, Tucker, I barely even knew her. Uh, hold on, I got to get the Venmo thing. Here we go. Um, 
Lori, I mentioned, uh, said she, she said she said you were crazy ass people. <laughs> Thank you, Lori. Uh, Fernando once again gave, gave us a great big uh, Semper Fi howdy boys enjoying from Houston. And Michael sent us a, a three way split of a cheeseburger, and we're uh, very grateful Thank again you. on uh, Patreon.com or Venmo, uh, or you can go to thecommershow.net and uh, check some things. Anyway, thank you guys. Um, okay, let's right, let's do some let's do some newsy stuff. All right, now Tucker Carlson. By the way, uh, uh, have you been watching it? You probably you probably haven't been watching no, it for some. I, I can't right now. I don't oh, have God, TV. Oh God, that's right. Your TV's. Not I have working. Netflix and Amazon. That's about oh, it. Oh man. Well, anyway, he's been showing. Well, you know the story. I mean, you know, you're familiar yeah. with those. Okay. Uh, so he's been showing the video. And again, just uh, what bothers me about about uh, about events like this is the same thing that bothered me about Donald Trump. If he had made one comment clearer before he went into the event coverage, it would have been a lot different. If Tucker Tucker Carlson's getting black, they're calling him a liar. He's faking evidence. He's you know trying to content, pretend there was no insurrey. Da 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 da. And and the problem is they're saying, well, of course there was violence. And the Republicans are now getting in the excuse to say, well, uh, he's complaining it was all a peaceful uh, protest. And of course that's not true. If Tucker had only said at the beginning, okay, he showed the violence at the very beginning of his first feed Monday night, whatever it was, he showed it Monday night. And but he what he has to say. From then on, was we know there was violence. Uh, people were hit. Uh, Bruinas were broken, which is not really violence, but it's you know aggression. Da, 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 we all know that. But here's what you didn't know, and then make, and that's what the whole emphasis was. And he showed all the things. Now I'm going to run down a couple of quick points, mm-hmm. which I were like there are three main things which I take away. But I do have a question. He was supposed to have had a second episode, and I'm not sure whether we've gotten it yet. So I wonder whether Fox wow. is doing something to maybe stop him. Okay, here, here, here's three major points to make about the Tucker thing. The January 6th committee lied on everything. They faked noise in the video they showed in their hearing. They edited video to make it look worse than it was. They cheated every single possible way. First, let's talk about the Buffalo Shaman headdress guy. He's a Navy veteran. He's got mental problems. He's already been diagnosed with having various issues in his past. He's nonviolent. He's extremely bright. Uh, his lo- and, and and the video showed him being escorted the entire time through the Capitol by several police officers. The police officers who opened doors for him, who tried to unlock a Senate chamber door, who led him to the Senate chamber, and he led them inside to pray and prayed for the police officers out loud so you could hear it. All of that video of him being led around by the cops was never given to his defense attorney. The defense attorney never had the opportunity to play it in his defense in trial, and he didn't have to because the government said, we're going to put you away for 20 years, and instead the guy said, hell, I'll take four, and they made a deal, so he admitted his guilt and was as willing to take four years in prison as opposed to going to trial, even though his lawyer never saw the video and never used it in court. And the judges knew it, and the January 6th committee knew it. They had the video themselves, and nobody did squat. This guy was railroaded. And by the way, his lawyer on Tucker last night looked like an idiot to me. Uh, But anyway, uh, so this is clearly uh, hiding exculpatory evidence. 
and, and I can't imagine. I, I don't know why, why no one's outraged. Everybody in America should say, wait a minute, it doesn't matter what politics he is. Uh, you can't do this to people. By the way, you're driving me nuts playing with that cat. The cat's out of the bag. Well, he's out of the bag now. <laughs> um, a second, so that was the uh, the uh, shaman guy. Uh, the second thing, the the uh, in fact, Merrick Garland said this again last night. Merrick Garland said uh, the video was uh, was not accurate because it was a violent uh, armed insurrection that killed five police officers. Well, <clears throat> the, the first police officer they're talking about who was killed by a fire extinguisher was actually shown on video after he was murdered, walking around, helping people, directing traffic and uh, pedestrians and telling people where to go. He was fine. He went home. Later, he died of a stroke. Other a couple of police officers later after the event killed themselves. Why? I, we, don't know, we don't know anything about it. But the Merrick Garland last night said five police officers were killed at the Capitol at the insurrection day. That's a bold-faced lie. That's a bold-faced lie. I, I, I mean, they're all saying it. Chuck Schumer, the suspected child molester, says they're saying the same damn thing. They're, saying, say, they're saying it because they're scared. Well, it, because they got caught. They have. I mean, did you see Stephen Colbert the other night? <laughs> just no. He just blasted yeah. Tucker for right. no reason, had yep. nothing on him, just... Let me get to... Don't jump ahead of me here. <laughs> Let me get to all the reaction I here in a second uh, but that that police officer was fine went home later he died of a stroke and Merritt Garland said five police officers were killed a, a, just the lies the third one Ray Epps Ray Epps is the guy we all saw on video saying make sure you go into the Capitol Ray Epps on the video we caught said go into the Capitol here's where you gather go into the Capitol he was never charged with anything he testified before the committee and said oh I never was even in the Capitol just a bystander they said okay you're free to go uh, even though Tucker Carlson's video showed, one, that Ray Epps lied under oath to the January 6th committee because they showed video of him inside the Capitol when he said he was not. He had already gone. Secondly, uh, they also found a text of him uh, bragging to one of his relatives, I orchestrated the protest. Yeah. He's free to go. Nobody's still admitting who he is. Uh, also, the FBI will not identify to this day the plainclothes men with earpieces who were opening doors and showing people inside the Capitol. Uh, they also know who the guy was who supposedly had a bomb planted there, and they know they got his face and everything else. He's never been arrested because they're all FBI agents who were there uh, to make sure that the uh, riot turned bad, uh, that the protest turned into a riot and turned bad. The video uh, on the... I didn't know this because I didn't watch any of the January 6th committee. But during one event of the January 6th committee, they showed the vi a video. And again, the, the January 6th committee videos were produced by, a, I think it was an ABC television producer. Okay, showbiz producer. And the January 6th committee, and Tucker showed this uh, a video, I was so outraged, I, 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 my head was coming off. The January 6th committee, the, uh, whoever the girl was in the front said, let's have a little fun here, looking at how our Republican cowards were screaming, fleeing like little girls, fleeing and, and, and fleeing as fast as they could, like little cowards and chickens getting away from the Capitol during the January 6th armed deadly insurrection. And they showed the video of Josh Hawley running across a hallway. That's all they showed. Mm -hmm. Tucker Carlson showed the video of everybody running across the hallway being forced by the police to run across the hallway. Josh Hawley was basically last. 
Hardly a coward in chicken. But when they played the video showing only Josh Holly running for two seconds across a hallway, they all laughed out loud. Oh, my laugh, laugh, laugh at their own senator, the United States senator, faked him being a chicken and a coward and mocked and laughed at him in an official congressional committee on the so-called insurrection. Honest to God, I'd punch every one of them in the face. I'd get the video of everyone who mocked me and laughed at me like that and punch him in the face. I'm not a role model. I don't give a crap what you say about me. I'm talking about Josh Holly. If it were me, that's why I'd be in freaking jail, and it would be worth it. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Every one of those bastards who tried to make you internationally a chicken and a coward? Uh, that's, that's killing stuff. Oh, God, I'm so, so freaking mad about this, honest to God. Um, one more on the Tucker thing showed uh, and, uh, there was a, an incident where a police officer, a D.C. police officer who'd been on the job for 20 years or whatever, 18, 19 years, I think it was, uh, was in the crowd trying to get up the Capitol steps when there was, it was a mob scene. Everybody was flowing into the Capitol. And there were a lot of people, and the cops were trying to you know, make sure people were orderly or whatever. And this one black police officer was walking up the steps or walking down, whatever it was, and one of the protesters took off his own MAGA hat and put it on the cop's head. So the police officer was wearing a red MAGA hat, and everybody's laughing, and he's directing the people, stuff like that. Okay, it was to calm the crowd. He's thinking to himself, if they see a MAGA hat on me, nobody's going to punch me in the head. He's going to be, you know, he's one of us. It's like when when somebody, when the um, uh, National Guardsmen at Kent State had their rifles there and some girl put a flower in the the, uh, rifle barrel and everybody said, oh, that's so cute. I mean, it was that kind of a calm the people down thing. He got fired for wearing a MAGA hat that he didn't even put on. And it was to calm the crowd. And they, they, he lost his pension. They suspended him. Uh, and he, he finally had to either quit or they, they said, you, we were not going to keep you. And he lost his pension because he was wearing a MAGA hat trying to calm the crowd. I mean, my God. Um, and again, remember, uh, they're saying uh, 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 the deadly insurrection, uh, they left uh, several people dead. The only person who died was an innocent woman named Ashley Babbitt, uh, who was there peacefully protesting and was murdered by a reckless cop who should have been sent to prison for life like the cop George Floyd people. Even worse, because he murdered her. Because the George Floyd cops were trying to subdue the guy, and he died from a drug overdose. Uh, this cop murdered an innocent woman of an Air Force veteran, shot her in the neck. Uh, anyway, all right, hold on. Now we got, we're not quite, we got a few more here before we take a mild break from the, push uh, are you all right over there? No, I'm uh. just, you're on a roll. So okay, now, here's the way, just very quickly, here's the way the Al Jazeera Constitution covered it through the Associated Press. Uh, and I hear the names of the reporters. Let's see if you could think how this uh, story might be covered when <laughs> I give you. Hunkazoo, I'm going to give you the names. One more is coming, I'm sure. Uh, one, the names of the reporters on the Associated Press story about Tucker Carlson's videos. Lisa Mascaro, Mary Claire Jelanek, and Farouche Amiri. Okay, two girls and a Farouche. Here's how it says. Uh, I've been in that situation. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God I was the Farouche. That was the only question there. Um, Handed some 41,000 hours of January 6th security footage, Fox News' Tucker Carlson has launched an impassioned new effort to explain away the deadly capital attack, linking the Republican Party ever more closely to pro-Temp conspiracy theories. Uh, the, uh, The attack was seen around the world as Trump supporters laid siege to the seat of U.S. democracy. 
Pelosi. Anyway, he gave it to a Fox host who spews lies and propaganda to protect the Capitol. One of the darkest days in the history of our democracy. Oh, my God. I mean, holy smokes. And, and, and this is, and by the way, for the record, I guarantee you, my two daughters, who are, you know, God bless them, and they're the, the sweetest, one, most wonderful people who do anything for anybody in the world, the most uh, people you could trust with your life or your money, and yet they would not, one, have, will never seen this video, they will never watch Tucker Carlson, and if all their best friends told them, boy, there was a lot of video showing most of the, uh, the protests was all peaceful and they were really kind of railroaded, it really wasn't fair when they all got to court, they just said, oh, it was still, you know, the Trump people trying to take over the country. Boom. And yeah. it have no effect at all. Yep. <clears throat> However, we cannot give up. At least the and remember we were complaining about uh, nobody's doing anything. Let's see what the hearings are going to do and so forth. Well, now we have uh, now we have an idea. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, to the uh, Twitter stories. And we got a million things here about the Twitter reactions to the to the Tucker Carlson business, and I have it right here. Uh, for example, um, uh, the left freaking out big time. Senator Schumer went down to the Senate floor to condemn Carlson's segment, calling for Fox News and Rupert Murdoch to stop him from releasing another report. And I'm wondering now, because he was supposed to have a second report the next day, but I don't think there was an actual official second report. He's just been reporting more every day, but I wonder whether he's been told, don't do the second one yet? I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not sure. I don't know. I hope they have the answer by the next. But when you have a sitting senator, yeah. Schumer, yeah, suspected child molester, calling out the owner of a media right conglomerate, yeah, and to basically threatening him that he has to stop the man's from speaking censorship yeah. to censor him, mm-hmm. then you know they're scared as hell. Yeah. That's right. And the name calling, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Rupert Murdoch has an obligation to stop Tucker Carlson from going obligation from going on tonight and letting him go on again and again and again, because our democracy depends on it. Uh, Mitch McConnell calls it a mistake for Tucker Carlson and Fox to release the never-before-seen footage. It was, it was a mistake. How can, you know, this guy's got to go. He fell down last year. Did you hear about yeah, that? Yeah, he's in the hospital. He, he, he's, he's older he, than Biden. He's, yeah, he's 81. He's years old or something, and, and he's got, doesn't he have MS or some form? He's got some form of something. Hmm. He, he does, he has something. I don't, I forgot what it is. But is he it polio? Is, Did he get polio as a kid or something like that? I, I, he's got something wrong with him. Uh, God bless him. Uh, but he's, he fell down. He was at a dinner party and he was going home and he fell. And now he's in the hospital. Well, that's not, if you're 81, usually that's the beginning of the end. I think he's older than that. I think he's like he 86. Fall. Also, do y'all want to hear the rant by Stephen Colbert on Tucker? No, Maybe. let's don't give him yeah, a point. I got a good point. Yeah, good, uh, thank you. But uh, Very yeah. few people watch him anyway, but yeah. Yeah, let's don't give him our platform. Uh, the left-wing media, Charlie Kirk says, is claiming Tucker cherry-picked the footage all of this is new video the public hasn't seen. Who is guilty of cherry-picking Chuck Tucker Carlson to the people who refuse to show us all the hours of the footage? I mean, that's what's amazing. Again, what they do is they accuse you of doing what they do. That's projecting. Exactly. Cherry-picked, and they edited. Again, everything the Chuck Schumer said. edited that, that yeah. whole thing, the noise, the sound, the video, to make it come out a certain way. Everything Chuck Schumer said about Tucker Carlson is what the Democrats did. Yeah. But that goes back to very, it comes from Marx. And it's the Democrats' playbook. Always accuse the other side yeah. of what you yourself are right. doing yeah. to, uh, to muddy the waters. Yeah. How dare Tucker Carlson completely ruin the narrative we've created about January 6th to justify putting our political opponents in jail? Again, the Buffalo headdress shaman guy, four years in prison for walking around the Capitol. Didn't touch a thing. In fact, he helped people and said, oh, don't take that. Don't go in. He's the one who told the people, don't go steal the food out of the refrigerator. Uh-huh. 
Um, uh, Lara Logan, deception operation by people who can be held accountable, but many of them are in power, consider themselves above the law. It's an ongoing crime against the American people, and Tucker Carlson was chosen to expose it because he earned it. No one could do it better. Uh, Donald Trump's calling for the release of all the detainees after the scoop. Uh, the entire corrupt Washington Uniparty is now reacting to Tucker Carlson airing a few minutes of unedited video. Nothing makes cockroaches scurry like sunlight. Uh, new footage shows protesters being pretty cool. He said, this is why they've been hiding all this footage. Never seen an insurrection before with a police escort. I mean, I, I mean I've got a million of them here. I wouldn't even lie to you. I keep going about it. But it's one, it's more, it's one after another, after another, after another. Uh, and it's, it's just not, it's not getting better. Oh, well, okay. Um, the other story that I spent a lot of time on it because it's, it makes me <laughs> mad. I don't want to be all down about everything. <laughs> it's what everyone wants to hear. It's What's what, that? It's what yeah. the listeners want to well, hear. The, uh, we, we have been complaining, you know, when are the Republicans finally going to do something about all this? Well, they're doing it. They're holding hearings. They've, uh, they've held like three hearings yesterday on very, very important topics. One on COVID, where it's going to get to the point when they get Fauci on the stand under oath, he's going to have to explain all the stuff that has been set up. And that guy Redman or Redneck, whatever his name is, the former doctor former cdc director yeah, this former cdc director who was silenced by fauci and was left out of all the meetings after he made the mistake of telling one of the congressional meetings oh yeah this is this doesn't make any sense that it came from a bat out in the wild because the, the and he talked about the chromosome uh, changing to make people less receptive to the so-and-so so that just doesn't make any sense that that would be a so-and-so and after that he was out but did you remember when it first hit? The scientists came. The scientists yeah. came out with a cartoon yeah. showing the genomes and the RNA and all that, saying how it couldn't possibly come yeah. out of a lab because right. the lab looked like this and the bat stuff looks like this and this looks like a bat thing. Yeah. And they showed a cartoon and they literally said, "You should believe us because yeah. we made a cartoon." Yeah. And then later, of course, we saw the bat lady. We saw, we have bats. And remember the bat lady with no, bat no, in her no, hair no, and everything? No, no, no. Uh, well, oh Jim God. Jordan made a very good point at the hearing when he said, you, Fauci focused on the bat the whole time. He never focused on yeah. a possibility of a lab leak. Yeah. He was, co he was well, covering up yeah. the lab leak and money. promoting the yeah. bat thing, the even bat though there was, there was plenty of smoke yeah. with the lab and none with the bat. Ron yeah. Paul was right the whole time. Well, we, we believe the bottom line is going to be that America was paying, was sending our tax dollars to the lab for that kind of research. We were giving money to the organizations that funded the Wuhan lab. America was paying for the for the research in the Wuhan lab and cover and covering up that they were doing it. Fauci, for all of his titles and uh, the organizations that he runs, is the highest paid federal employee mm -hmm. in the country. He makes more money government. in government than anybody else, including the president by a mile. <coughs> uh, Okay, the other, uh, the other th uh, story that really uh, uh, affected me a lot was the hearing with the uh, Marine and, and other soldiers about the withdrawal of, from Afghanistan. Uh, again, uh, absolutely astounding. Uh, again, if you remember, with the, why, why were they in such a hurry? Why did all of a sudden somebody say, oh my God, let's get the planes out of here and 25,000 Afghan 
people showed up to try to hang onto the wings to get to America. And there was, you know, they, nobody was was screened. They, they left thousands and thousands of helpers behind. I mean, it was just it was just madness. Closing down the military, leaving the military airport, and going to the civilian airport to try to get people out. It's just leaving all the equipment. Madness. But the worst thing that happened, and I'm not sure whether you want to hear the testimony of it. If you missed it, it was actually heartbreaking. Of a United States Marine sniper who was there and was completely uh, ignored when he said, there's going to be something really bad happening here, a sniper attack, and we can fix it. Give me permission. His name is Tyler Vargas Andrews, a Marine sergeant in the terror attack wounded at the Abbey Gate at Kabul, Kabul, uh, Kabul Airport. He recounted the events that led up to 11 Marines and a soldier and a sailor, one of them a woman, uh, being murdered by a suicide bomber. He was in another Marine were assigned to protect the airport. They got intelligence about a possible suicide bomber approaching. They spotted him and they spotted his associate in the crowd. <coughs> this Marine sergeant alerted his supervisor he requested authority to shoot and kill the a suicide bomber and his partner. Mm -hmm. They're being responsible. Uh, he was told, stand down, I don't have an answer. I, don't, I can't tell you what to do. I don't have an answer. And he said, well, someone's got to make an answer. Um, and he was talking to a major or a captain at the time, or a lieutenant colonel for that matter is all I know. Uh, and they, they get, did not give him permission and he did not fire, and sure enough, the bomb went off. Uh, the flash of the bomb knocked him off his feet. He was hit with up to 150 steel ball bearings. Mm. His abdomen was ripped apart. Every part of him got shrapnel. He lost uh, an arm and a leg, and I mean, uh, he's a mess. A United States Marine Army medic said the same thing. He was he said he said when we landed, they were sent over there to handle all this stuff. He said when we landed, we heard the government director, all the heads of the government had fled, and not a single person on his plane in charge of the uh, withdrawal from Afghanistan, not a single one knew what to do, who to call, who to contact, or what the orders were. Jeez. That was the chaos of the withdrawal of Afghanistan, including the murders of 13, 11 Marines and two other American servicemen, including a woman. And uh, if, you did, if you missed his testimony, if you want to look it up, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, and, and by the way, uh, the other, I was just reading, there's another article that just came out a, few, a little while ago when I was on the way. After he testified, the families of the other Marines killed are saying, wait a minute, you telling me that he knew that he could kill the suicide bomber and they wouldn't let him do it? Holy crap, what, what is the matter with these people? The Marine Corps? And again, I saw, I, I, the, you know, this General Silly Millie who's more concerned with pedicures and pronouns than trying to kill the enemy. And uh, it was Millie and another Army guy, and there was a Marine General, and they were all asked about the Afghan withdrawal, and they all said, well, we, you know, we really didn't think it was a good idea. We, we you know, we're trying to, but he didn't want to, da, da, da. you know, they just mamby-pamby, instead of saying, don't do it, we're, we're just wrong, we're not going to do this. I mean, instead of standing up and doing the right thing, they mamby-pamby about it because this freaking administration's a bunch of goddamn 
damn coward. I'm sorry. Please edit that out. No, Freaking no, cowards no. and chicken okay. livers. Um, and, and those Marines and other people died because of it. And the families are now saying they could have lived. They could be alive right now. Yep. They, he was in the gun sights. You know how to keep your kids alive? Jesus. Don't let them join the armed forces right now under this administration. Oh, my God. Don't let them join and get them the hell out as quick as possible. Yeah, and a perfect example is when he got there, he had no idea what to do. Nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew anything. And, That's and, not and the U.S. military. And the commander said, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Bring your expertise home and keep your powder dry. We'll probably need it here. Jesus. I mean, I, honestly, we I We had no business being in fucking Afghanistan anyway. Uh, Not after the I, first year. I'm just, I'm amazed. I, I mean, honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm so angry about all this. I, I, and again, you know, I'm no, I, I'm no war hero. I'm not speaking as a, you know, big tough guy Marine. To I'm just, I'm, and I'm a Marine, but I'm also just. This is so wrong. The whole thing was, and nobody's been. Who's been punished? Has any general lost his freak? They ought to be in the brig. They ought to be stripped down to private and thrown in the freaking brig, breaking rocks, and then get out with a dishonorable discharge, and then try to find a job. Maybe go on CNN or MSNBC, you chicken-livered bastards. Honest to God, yeah, I've ripped the freaking epaulets off their shoulders myself. Well, you'd be there all day because Millie's got a, a yeah. set of You know what all that medals. shit is? You know, yeah, that's not medals. That's ribbons to show where he served. If you if you had served, uh, I served in uh, uh, Kosovo. Oh, we got a little blue ribbon there. Oh, I served in uh, uh, Afghanistan. Oh, we got a ribbon there. You might not have done anything, but you all, everywhere you've gone, you get ribbons. Meanwhile, you see photos of Dwight D. Eisenhower, who saved the world. Yeah. And what does he have? Well, because he, he, didn't, he didn't go nine, 95 different locations to get a ribbon. Now, again, I'm not, you know, I, I, you should be proud of your ribbons. If you're in the military, proud of where you serve. And you, some people you get, look like a tin-pot third-world well, dictator. No, well, no, no, I mean, I disagree with that. But, but you know, some, a lot of the, you get unit citations, thing, and it's, it's something proud of to show you served your country. I don't have a problem with that. And the more you have, the chances are you've been in a very long time. So, I mean, but still, you know, that, that doesn't mean, you know, the fact that you've got all this stuff, and it doesn't mean squat. If you can't stand up to the freaking Taliban and the Afghan murderers, oh, I just, it's just killing me. Those, I hope those parents t take it out on somebody, the parent family, so people who did not have to die, they could have been saved, and they weren't because of the command structure. Oh, God. Anyway. Oh, okay. All right, hold on everything. We're going to talk about Dr. Jill here in a second. Uh, but first... Let's say you're driving along. You're driving along. I didn't mean it that way. You're, okay, you're driving along and you see a car. You, oh, man, I've always wanted that car. Always wanted that. Well, guess what? You might find the car you've always wanted just by going to swapmywhip.com. Whip, of course, is a colloquial phrase for a car, a ride, or anything like that. Go to swapmywhip.com and you might find like-minded car owners just like you who are saying, oh, you know, I, I, I'm willing really to swap my car with somebody. Maybe you'll add a little something here or there and he sees what you have or you, maybe you got a friend who wants what he has and you have and just, I mean, you make your own thing. No middlemen, no salespeople, no dealerships, nothing like that. Swapmywhip.com for maybe the car you've always wanted and can't find anywhere else. Make your own deal. And it's not just cars, obviously trucks and SUVs and stuff, the antiques, things like that. Uh, jet skis, boats, um, off-road vehicles, ATVs, probably go-karts, maybe fancy bicycles. I don't know. If you can ride it, it's a whip, you know, so uh, swapmywhip.com. Uh, and again, uh, when you go there, please use the coupon code Kimmer, K-I-M-M-E-R, for 180 days of free premium listings on swapmywhip.com, mm -hmm. uh, for which we are very grateful. Um, okay, now, let's see. 
Uh, did I mention the thing? I mentioned the thing. Uh, oh, Pete's going to tell us about Bigfoot and uh, and some uh, fun history stuff and some stinky candles and uh, a furry rodent. And my first question, I think, uh, faked out Pete, and he didn't like it too much, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, well, right. I saw my first groundhog yesterday. I saw they would put a picture on Facebook. Groundhog and, Day. Now, was that on your prop where you oh, where yes, you live? in the front yard. Yeah, really? It came right. out right where the garden used to be, and that's why they got rid of the garden, because the groundhogs. Does, did you find his hole? I mean, he lives right there, or did no, he, he show up? He lives on the other side yeah, of the creek. Oh, and he shows that he came up to eat the garden? Yeah. <laughs> See, spring, I, would, and I would plant, I would plant some carrots for him. No, you know what stops him? No. Garlic and onions, they hate it. Well, That's you, all you can you grow. Can, do, now, do you have a problem with the groundhog being there? No. Now, somewhere he's, he's got a, a hole. He's a fat one, too. He's huge. Yeah, he looked like it. Um, well, then why you should plant some, uh, you know, carrots or, or uh, what, what would you plant for a groundhog? Well, there's that famous guy. It was in, it's in Britain or somewhere. He had a garden, and the groundhogs kept getting in there. And he had a camera, and the groundhog literally would get a carrot or whatever and walk right up to the camera to taunt him and eat it in front of the camera. <laughs> so he started said, what the hell? I'll just have fun with it. And he planted a little garden for the groundhog. Yeah, I would. And then the next year, the groundhog came back with his family, little groundhogs, and they all come up and eat it in front of the camera. Well, there you are. I think you should do that. You should plant some carrots. Or what, what other food, what other planting food could you? Well, yeah, I was radishes. They eat anything. Well, radishes are kind of spicy. I don't I like know, whatever. Radishes. But, you know, something simple that would grow and it would be no big deal. Uh, anyway, that's kind of cool. Uh, and my first question to you was, when, when you're talking about ground, did you shoot him? Did you shoot him? <laughs> um, now, you know, I used to shoot groundhogs over at Brenda's place with my uh, uh, prep school Who's buddy, uh, Pete Rice. Brenda was the most beautiful teenage girl I had ever known. I, I wish uh, I had ever known. And she was a preppy girl. She went to Miss, uh, to, uh, uh, Miss Porter's, which is Farmington, which is where okay, uh, Jackie Onassis cool. went. Anyway, uh, and she had a, over in Chatham, New York, had a farm. A ranch, actually, and uh, and I used, to, we, I used to go over with Pete Rice, my buddy, and we'd go over with our guns and shoot their woodchucks because they would leave a whole lot of holes what in the pasture. What the difference between a woodchuck, a groundhog, and a, no, and a gopher? Same. Well, gophers are different, but wood, a woodchuck and a groundhog is basically the same thing. Right. A groundhog's a woodchuck. Uh, and, and they can get huge, and they get big, a lot of holes everywhere, and the, and the horses and the cattle were, were breaking their legs, and so, you know, you just they had to go. Sorry. By the way, I saw the most beautiful woman I've ever seen working in a UPS store today. Really? I stopped on my way down from the hills oh. to, to send my snake-proof, waterproof boots back because they're... <laughs> oh, that's the, right. Yeah. The right one was not waterproof, <laughs> no, as I discovered. That's not bad, no. That's and, uh, and I figure if it's not waterproof, it's probably not snake-proof either. Yes, yes. Uh, but um, and she, I walked in there, and she goes, oh, come over here, can I help you? And it's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. They're out there. I told oh you that girl God. I met at the little diner in nowhere, New York State. Was gorgeous. She looked like a, I mean, like a Hollywood movie star. Probably thirty and gorgeous. Anyway, I, I guarantee you witness protection. She's a you know uh, 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 you know a hit woman for the mob. She's or, you know, Henry Hill. She's a torpedo for the South Side Gang. Or she's Henry Hill's granddaughter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so looking for you. Um, I, I saw this yesterday, and honestly, I almost wet my pants. Um, the reaction, thank God, on Twitter, as Dr. Jill, the cuckolding queen and uh, a community college expert, um, was giving out awards to women of courage. She was joined by Secretary of State, that little twerp, Anthony Blinken. Ugh. And they were presenting awards for International Women's Day yesterday at the White House. 11 extraordinary women 
from around, quote, women from around the world who are working to build a brighter future for all. Argentinian Alba Rueda was introduced at the ceremony as, quote, a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, Good. refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and discrimination against LGBTQ-plus community in Argentina. And Dr. Jill, by the way, I wonder what did now when she was cheating on her husband, was he paying for her to get her doctorate or was after she left him? And then uh, I don't I, I wonder whether she made him pay before while she was cheating on him. Anyway, um, uh, and then uh, Dr. Jill gave the award to this man wearing a dress. International Women's yeah, Day. Yeah, on Women's Day. Uh. And Anthony Blinken kissed him on the cheek. Ah. Uh. And I, I didn't see, I didn't, I only saw this video. I didn't see the whole ceremony, but I assume what happened was that when Doc, Dr. Jill would give the award, and I guess he would hug, and then I guess all the other actual women, he would kiss them on the cheek. Oh, yeah. And then he got to the point where there's this freaking ugly man in a dress. And he, fi- and he figured, well, I better kiss him on the cheek, too. What a, what a position to be putting yourself in and then doing it. I mean, see, wait, this whole thing is appalling. Anybody. No, I ain't kissing anybody. I, I mean, but think about it. And he, he did it. And, he had, and you, you know he had to be thinking and said, oh, God, how's this no, going to look? No, he probably got off on oh, it. Jesus. He's a Democrat. He got off on it. I'm so, I, I'm just, I'm dying about this stuff. Speaking of way, someone put a great meme yesterday, International Women's Day. Yeah. It showed the side of a tire after you, you'd hit the curb with it and ground off the rim. <laughs> yeah, all the rims off. <laughs> just go, yeah. well, I've got one on I my car. I can't our, say much. I sent that to our former co-worker, Heather. Oh, yeah. Heather Murphy. Yeah. And she, she, she laughed. And she goes, wait a minute. That's rude. That's my car. <laughs> uh, Sarah Sanders, it's International Women's Day. A good time to remember that Democrats can't even tell you what a woman is. Uh, nice of Flotus, uh, the first lady, to encourage the diminishment of women on International Women's Day. Erasing women is abusive. International Women's Day, not just for women anymore. I mean, that's, what, that's hysterical. <laughs> the best women are men. Of, yeah. Apparently, men are a lot better at being women than women yeah, are. Step up your game, ladies. <laughs> we are not a serious country. The jokes write themselves. Uh, nothing screams International Women of Courage Award like a dude. <laughs> or, or a dick. <laughs> a little penis. <laughs> or a Jesus. Sorry. That's a, speaking I mean, of women, how is I mean, how where, where are the women's group? They're dead. They're it's a joke. It, the, where, where's now? Where's now? It's gone. Protecting it's a, women, especially young women. How about me too? I mean, anybody uh, involved with gender? They're afraid of being called transphobic. They're I don't give a fuck if oh you call me transphobic. God. I'm not afraid of you. I'm just wary of you. I'm sorry. I know about you. Oh, I don't geez. like you. I'm sorry. I don't. It's unbelievable. Uh, women brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets because women love closets. They love those closets. Just go to closetpro.net or call 404-255-0589 for the beautiful walk-in closets. Oh, oh my God. If you showed up with a certificate that said, baby, I'm yeah. getting you a new closet for your birthday or, or Mother's for Day. For any day. Woo! St. Patty's, uh, Patty's Day, St. Pete's Day, whatever. Yeah, there you St. Pete's Day. St. Pete's Day's coming up. Yeah, 
In fact, you can uh, get your Atlanta custom closets to celebrate daylight saving time. That's but no, right. wasn't the end. This weekend. So it's this weekend. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I called up my doctor last week and, got, and I was trying to get the, the doctor's appointment downtown yeah. on this day that I come down here for this yeah. and do it in the morning and then come here. Yeah. And I'm doing it. And the reason I'm having to change is because Labor Day's Monday. I'm talking about this week. Now, Labor Day's Monday, everything. And she goes, uh, Labor Day's in the fall. And I went, holy cow, you're right. And I looked at my, my Trump calendar, and basically I was looking at Labor Day in Great Britain. Yeah. And I, why, why do they have the British holidays on here? It's confusing as hell. Well, it's an international flavor of it, too, I guess, probably. That doesn't make they sense. They don't work over there. They don't they work on fire. No. <laughs> it's like somebody say, gee, do they have 4th of July in Canada? Yeah, they have the 3rd of the July, 4th of or July, 5th of July. Over there. We're going to get a good turkey <laughs> do have, dinner. Do they have, the, uh, well, no, it was the date. Do they have 4th of July? Yeah, they have the 4th and the 5th and the 6th. You know. Try and find a good Thanksgiving Day uh, dinner in San Francisco. What do you mean? We drove around and around well, and around. Eat, you mean? Could not find any place that served. Because Thanksgiving, oh, are you kidding? Yeah. You know where we found it? <clears throat> we went over in the hood. By the Capitol, really? by the City Hall, yeah. and there was, it was basically what, soul food. And we walk in hmm. there, and the lady, ladies, you know, we're talking, uh, ordering everything. We're only white people in there. And uh, she goes, where are you from? And I said, from Atlanta. And she turned up and pointed to the wall. There's a map of Georgia, and she goes, we're from Warner Robins. I'll be damned. And by God, we got Small the best I'll damn bet meal. You did. I'll <laughs> bet you did. Uh, cool. Excellent. Uh, have you heard about, do you know who Corey Bush is? Corey Bush is that disgustingly, well, she's, she's a disgusting example, a typical, uh, a wonderful example of the Democrat Party. Corey Bush is that uh, congresswoman from St. Louis who hates the cops. She was in, she was screaming when the when the family tried to protect their property when Black Lives Matter. And she's part of that because, bullshit squad. Yeah, she, the, yeah the she, she's got What happened to the squad? She, she's one of the worst of, of this, of, of any, you know, hate America, hate cop squad people. Hate she's it, people. Corey Bush. Uh, she's very famous for it. Well, it uh, turns out now that she paid $137,000 for a private security guard to guard her when she complains that, you know, she's... She, she, we a, I saw a video of her the other day where she says, well, how am I, well, I'm, I'm not supposed to protect myself. Is my life not important? Do you think I shouldn't try to protect my life to represent the people when they were complaining about her spending a half a million dollars for security on herself by calling to defund the police? Right. So uh, uh, let's see. A friend of uh, uh, Nathaniel Davis is an anti-Semitic spiritual guru and friend of Corey Bush, the woman who's uh, paying him handsomely for security services. He has no security license like her new husband she married one of her security guards and she paid him a couple hundred thousand dollars and then married him um she cuts tens of thousands of dollars worth of checks uh, for personal protection services. Um, uh, let's see. Her husband, uh, also a security guard that she married on her detail, does not have a security license for the city or the county or the state or anything else. Uh, it turns out that she is uh, uh, the uh, uh, she is apparently paying from her campaign, which is uh, really apparently not allowed. Uh, the close friend of Bush's that she pays, who is a wizard, is uh, supposed to be an anti-Semitic 
spiritual guru who yes, claims sir. he's 129, I'm sorry, he claims he is 109 trillion years old. Impossible. I saw him say this, by the way. I saw him on TV. He, he's done Facebook, uh, what do you call it, uh, YouTube videos with himself. He doesn't look a day over 1 billion. Um, I was going to say 1 billion, 4 billion, but 109 trillion, you're killing me. He's 109. Yeah, come on, make it believable. Yeah, I mean, come on, really. <laughs> 500, 800 years, something. You know, bring it down, like Noah, I don't know, something. Um, he's a trillion, and he can summon tornadoes, among other godly feats. Oh, really? Um, he's known as Aha Sen Pianki. He teaches people how to read minds, uh-huh. summon mythical beings, and maintain urban gardens to avoid having to buy food from the Jews. <laughs> he says the Rothschilds run the Western Hemisphere I'm all about and, they, and the Rothschilds to kill all the Jews uh, release the COVID pandemic so they can wipe out nearly all the entire population. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So on his business card. <laughs> I, I, have, I have the ability to f- fr- summon forth a dragon right, yeah. and also show you how you can keep the groundhogs yeah. from eating all your corn. Right. How to read minds, summon mythical beings. He can shoot lightning bolts out of his fingertips. Well, let's see this. And he has been given $137,000, one of her security guards. Did he, did he show her his wand? Uh, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. That's <laughs> a lot of woman. I hope he came prepared. <laughs> oh, I mean, can you even freaking you turn your phone, phone off? <clears throat> it's my daughter's today, so I just want to say. Um, Anyway, that, that, there's your Democrat leader of the squad people from, yeah. uh, from uh, St. Louis. Unbelievable. Uh, have you heard the latest about Alec Mur- Alex Murdaugh? And what the uh, some of the information that never made it into court, which would have been explosive and wouldn't have had anything to do with his murder, but here it is, and I thought you might get a kick out of it to show what kind of a guy. Now, when I was by, I watched a lot of the trial when I if, when I was home and it was on, I'd watch for half an hour, or whatever. So I didn't see all of it, but I saw quite a bit, and. Um, this maybe cements what I kind of thought in the back of my head. Alex Murdoch, 54 years old, the disbarred attorney convicted of murdering his wife and son, apparently committed some shocking acts of violence with a former stripper named Lindsay Edwards, a 28-year-old woman who was trafficked to Alex Murdaugh, the guy who just convicted of murder, who savagely beat and raped her a few years ago. She said, I was violently choked with both hands, like being pinned down to the bed in a way by my throat. It was the point where I couldn't breathe. I was blacking out, seeing spots, seeing stars. I was beating and scratching on his wrist as much as I could to get him to stop. And I thought at that moment I was going to die. This girl wanted to earn extra money. She began working for a woman in 2014 she thought was going to book her as a dancer at private parties. In her first appointment, the woman said she'd have to service the clients. When she tried to back out, a bodyguard loaded up a gun and put it near her head. The alleged threat to kill her and her daughter if she refused to have sex with men for money meant she would do it. She earned up to $180 an hour. She was booked for a guy's weekend at a beach house in the Isle of Palms in 2015. Hmm. We were taking shots, doing cocaine, smoking weed, hanging out by the fire, talking, getting to know them. She uh, first (laughs) met Murdaugh. He gave her his real name, said he was an injury attorney in Hampton. Uh, He was very nice, everything that gentlemanly, and then 
then it came time to actually service him, da da da, his eyes went black. His whole personality changed. He choked her, beat her, violently penetrated her. She got up and ran out as fast as possible, completely naked. A few weeks later, she was escorted to a job in North Charleston at a hotel. To her horror, she was told it was again Murdoch, the same guy again, was the client. He raped her again, choked her, left handprints on her neck, uh, ripped her hair out of her head. She had bald spots in the back of her head right at the crown. Uh, the madam tried to get her another tryst with Murdoch because she said uh, she told this girl that uh, the only one that she uh, left in the hands of a violent guy like Murdoch was this woman. Uh, and when she said when she said, I'm not going to do it, he was even more ticked off and got her again. Uh, the mother of four asked the madam why she allowed him to beat her so brutally. She said, well, he was in personal phone. He was a big deal and got special privileges. It was the only client that the madam allowed to physically abuse the girls. Okay. Uh, they had sex with mayors, judges, solicitors, DAs, other states. Anyway, da 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 da. Other states. But this murder. But, uh, but again. And, and by the way, this gives you a, a little bit of a clue into the, you know, the call girl services for you getting a phone. I got on the phone book. I got. And by the way, who would even do that? Who would do anything by phone to meet somebody somewhere anymore these days? Like Hugh Freeze. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you get caught again? It's no, not again. <laughs> not again. Uh, anyway, so but that's that, that's the Alec Murdaugh that we may may not know. Can we wash your ears out with something nice and happy? Something nice and happy. All right. Uh, but, uh, you're not happy. You're not in favor of that. Oh yeah, let's okay, do that. We got a lot more. Uh, a Kentucky woman. Kentucky woman. Well, uh, your signs like a bright. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Diamond. Mississippi man. We can't play music. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love Neil Diamond. I used to, when I when I was in my uh, depression mood, and I used to write things. I used to write not poems, kind of free flowing oh. things and stuff. Back when I was kind of going through a Can't thing be. in my life, and I would put on Neil Diamond in the dark, and I would just I would Light. listen to his, some of his uh, songs that were just on albums, never top top songs, and I would just sit there and I just write stuff, and I would give them to my kids and my wife and stuff. And be, anyway, it's a long story. No, no, it was just it was it was just a thing. Um, his song "I Am," I said. I th- more, anybody oh, uh, who has had, anybody who's, who's been at some point successful in their career probably has thought at some point about the lyrics that were. Um, did you ever did you ever read about a frog who dreamed of being a king and then became one? Uh, except for the names and a few of the changes, you can talk about me. The story's the same one. Um, and it, it, it's like how you, you know, suddenly something happens to you and you may not really deserve it. And it's just a thing. It's just, it's kind Where of you a with it? I'm just saying it. Uh, the Kentucky woman, Kentucky woman shines. Da, 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 da. A Kentucky woman has met her great, 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 great grandchildren for the first time. Let me let me put this down for you. Family photos, six generations. The matriarch is 98. Um, seven week old Zavia Whitaker met her great 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 grandmother Maydell Taylor Hawkins at a nursing home in Kentucky. Um, six generations. Uh, let's see. Da 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 da. Uh, Maydell got to hold her great-great-great-granddaughter, catch up with the family. She's in a nursing home after falling. She's 98 years old. Uh, they had a really great visit. Now, um, the Maydell Hawkins was born and raised in the state of Kentucky. She took on household responsibilities when she married her first husband, Bill, in 1940. She was 16. He was 50. Yeah, if they're having kids at 16, 16. they can do that. Yeah. He already had 10 children. Good Lord. His wife died having twins at home. Again, this was in, you know, 
60 years, 80 years ago. Uh, he worked on the railroad, had to get back to work. He needed somebody to take care of the kids, so he married the 16-year-old girl. he was there all the ding-dong day. Well, you know, you got to wonder, is it working on the railroad a 9-to-5 job or all the <laughs> live-long day? <laughs> uh, so May Dell, at the age of 16, stepped into the role of mother, went on to have 13 children of her own. And she lived in 98. Took oh. care of the household, all no modern conveniences, no running water, no indoor <laughs> toilets, no electric stove, no washing machines, no radiators, no windows, uh, air conditioners, or anything else, including the running water, no insulation. She took care of everybody and never complained a day in her life. And now she's at 98 years old. I hear six that. You know they complained at some time. About something. Come on. I never heard my mother and father. They were, you know, born in 1918 and raised through the Depression and World War II, World War One and II. Well, everything was gravy after after that. Well, and when know. they came back, the, the country exploded in the yeah. 50s for, you know, neighborhoods. That must have been a hell of a time if, were, you're, if you were white to be living in right after the war here. Oh, I, my God. I was, you know, I was a young boy in the 50s. And the and cars, I got the, whole, the great cars oh, coming the, the, out. If I could have any 10 cars and had to pick one decade of all their cars, <laughs> to be the 50s. And, and to think, you know, we were running the world and the world was our oyster and we could yeah. do anything. And you must have thought, God, in 30 years, what is this place going to, uh, this yeah. is going to be futuristic. Well, no wonder they were so optimistic with their future predictions. Those of and us. Look at what we've done. Who, well, I, I've said before, those of us who grew up with all those advantages in the 50s and, you know, up until the 60s and everything. Kind of, but And, and, and I've said before, my generation who, who took advantage of all those things in the 50s blew it. We have, we have the worst trade-off to the generation behind uh, us of anybody there. You remember the, the Jetsons? Oh. Yeah. So what's the only thing that's come from the Jetsons from our technology? Like, I'm trying to think how to word this. The robot maid's coming. AI. That's, yeah, exa- AI. that's what I was going to say. AI is the only thing yeah. from the Jetsons, which was the one future cartoon. Where did he work? <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know, but you could never, ever... One episode showed the ground. Yeah, they never it, showed the ground. They never, I always thought they were through the trash out. <laughs> That's where the troglodytes live, the people, the, the, the little people. It was Spacely Sprocket. That's right. Oh, my Space, God. And who's the dog? Ruh-ro, By the way. Orange. Astro. Astro, that's right. Speaking of AI, I don't know anything about this. You guys probably do. New AI tools can have human-like conversations, create images, answer complex questions. Now they're coming to Slack. Do you know what that is? You ever heard of Slack? Uh, Giant Salesforce business software Salesforce bought the app, uh, announced a deal with ChatGPT maker OpenAI to bring the company's chat box into the Salesforce's products. Slack will be able to, the bot will be able to summarize conversations, draft replies, help users research all the topics, deploying generative AI technology into all their products. Open AI in January by Microsoft will have tech answer all the questions directly with its Bing search engine. Chatbots will... Uh, 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 proponents say the chatbots will revolutionize how people interact with computers and software, which skeptics point out that the bots sometimes make glaring mistakes. But now sales forces are using all these things to do their work for them. I tell you right now, I will not use anything that Microsoft has anything to do with. One, it'll be full of bugs and suck. And two, it's going to be spying on you right and left and screwing with you. You know who Olivia Dunn is? Yeah. 
Oh, the uh, famous, uh, the uh, the uh, athlete who's getting all the billions of dollars. The LSU, the LSU girl, uh, uh, cor- uh, beautiful the gymnast or uh, beautiful whatever, gymnast. Athlete. Yeah, she, making she, millions. She came out on her Instagram or TikTok or whatever, <clears throat> and talked about this Chat GPT thing, which basically writes your papers for you. Yeah, and LSU went, holy shit. Yeah, if is she doing this? Is she having her papers written? <laughs> who's ever gonna tell? And by the way, why should she care? She's 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 got like seven million followers and making like twenty five million dollars. What kills me is LSU now is, is is busy looking for artificial intelligence. You're LSU. <laughs> Just find some basic intelligence somewhere. Go come to on. class. <laughs> build Step, a library. Go outside a classroom and wait till they come out and talk it's to you. It's called a book. Oh my God. Anyway, yeah, but she's worth millions, literally millions. And she said, in fact, I read a story about her. She said, my life changed when the when the uh, NI or whatever it's called came out she said I knew my life would change forever because she knew she was going to make a million dollars a week or whatever it is and she's 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 a multi-millionaire she's beautiful and she's smart and she's clever and she's you know I mean she's she's not a bimbo she's a a clear thinking beautiful girl let's hope she stays that way Uh, you know um a couple other, a couple other celebrity things that we don't, and I got other stuff here I got to get to. Um, oh, I, I can't this, I, I can't believe this happens all the time. TSA agents at the Indian No Place Airport have confiscated a loaded Smith and Wesson 38 caliber revolver found in the luggage of the actor comedian Mike Epps. Uh, he said, gee, I forgot it was in the bag. Mike Epps was the guy who played Black Doug in Hangover and Day Day Jones in Next Friday. Not that I know any of those movies, but anyway, he's but in a select, he had a gun in his bag and he put it through the TSA. Oh, crap, I got my gun in there. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't get it. I, didn't, I, and it happens like 20 times a day. Didn't Pete or Pete's sister do my that? My sister did it twice. <laughs> I know, you I remember you told me. I, I, I mean, I can't believe it. He's just freaking hysterical. I've been on my way to the airport and remembered it was in my bag, and I put it in the trunk. Yeah, Yeah. well, there you are. Uh, Now, speaking of celebrities, you'll know this, too. I got going out of order here, and I want to get some Pete stuff here in a second. Um, Ted Lasso? Uh, the series. Don't say anything that's going on because I've only watched the first no, season. No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, the, well, it's really no, no, good. No, this has nothing to do with it. With it. With the series. Now, again, I don't watch it because I don't have uh, uh, phone uh, video or Apple. Uh, Apple. It's Apple. Um, uh, Ted Lasso. You do have it. You just uh, haven't paid for I'm, it. I haven't paid for it. Apparently, uh, on, on his shows all the time, he talks about biscuits with a boss. Yeah, he makes a little uh, they're cookies, cookies, but they call him biscuits. Britain, and now he's he's in Britain, right? As yeah. a soccer coach or something. Okay, and and so that's the whole thing is him getting out of the. Okay, so he says, well, he calls it biscuits with a boss, and he actually doesn't make them. He buys them at the store, pretends he makes them, and goes to the boss. And now I guess that's I a thought thing. he made them. Well, I read something where it said that he actually get, goes to the store and gets them and pretends he makes them. No, oh, I don't. Whether maybe I don't, he does. Doesn't okay. matter. Anyway, biscuits with a boss is a famous thing with him. He he's famous for saying he calls tea garbage water. Um, I mean, he's, you know, whatever. So anyway, so the reason I'm mentioning this is because now there's a Ted Lasso-inspired ice cream called Biscuits with a Boss flavored ice cream. Huh. And uh, the critic, I think here, the critic said, it tastes, it tastes like movie popcorn or shortbread on drugs. It's buttery as hell, and it's called Biscuits with a Boss in honor of Ted Lasso. And it's a, yeah, I thought you get a kick out of that little story there, just for the records. Biscuits with the boss. Um, have you, oh, by the way, we just got another Ven, uh, another uh, Venmo thing from our friend Denise. Yes, you know? thank you, Denise. I'm sorry. 
thank you, Denise. I mean, that's uh, fantastically fantastic. You're very, very sweet, and we are uh, very, very grateful. Uh, happy, it says, happy Barbie Day, get over it day, slam the scam day, and world kidney day. <laughs> thank you, Denise. In fact, we'll be mentioning our uh, buxom little doll here in uh, a, little, a few minutes. Yeah. Are you tired of arriving to surprises at your weekend cabin? You know, I hate surprises. My heart can't take it. I need to do something to uh, the damn weekend cabin. It's got it to you. You have so. a mountain home you're having trouble maintaining? That's me. Call North Georgia and Tendency. We can manage your North Central Georgia vacation, weekend, or rental house so you can relax at yours. Visit us at ngaintendency.com or call 770-595-6664. That's 770-595-6664 for NGA Intendency. Excellent. Thank you again for our sponsors. Please uh, uh, patronize our sponsors because we tell need... Them you, got it. you heard it here. You heard it on the Kemmer Show podcast and Pete Davis talking about him just a minute ago. Um, a couple of quick TV. I want to ask you about your uh, some sports stuff and I want to talk about the Tiger Woods thing and the girl with the boobies uh, in a second. Also, I've I got some tips on uh, some things in the news. But first of all... Um, uh, the TV show on was on last night. I mentioned it on Monday it was coming up. I think I did anyway. Called uh, Farmer Wants a Wife. Yeah. And it's the latest. Was a hot blonde on there? Well, there, there's. Kind of chunky? There, I, I, I haven't seen every minute of it, but I, I, I tape recorded it and I was watching it last night a little bit uh, this morning. Uh, and it's, uh, it's four farmers, one of them from Georgia, and they, uh, they're they looking for a wife. And so they have girls come in and they, they, they went on the internet and they picked, girls said, I'm attracted to that guy. The girls who were attracted to farmer one were in this group, two, three, and four. And then the farmer picked the uh, seven or eight girls that he thought might be possible. So those eight showed up for that guy, these eight for this guy, stuff like that. Uh, and then they all, and it's, it's the typical date where they sit on a, a pay, a, 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 a bale of hay and talk about their lives and giggle and stuff and yeah. get to know each other. I mean, it's just, a, it's absolutely horrible. I hate watching people, you know, try to date and it's just, oh, and first, trying to get the first kill. It's just, it's horrible. And the women, most of the women, and I didn't, again, see it all, were big, were big girls, big girl. stocky, husky girls. I mean, these were real. These were a lot of women, uh, uh, and there was one. Now, I, again, I haven't, I, didn't, I haven't seen them all, but there was one. This hot little blonde with half blue hair. Did yeah. you see her? I like her, and she had a great personality. She's got like a ten-year-old kid though, too. They they, they showed her picture of her daughter and stuff. Well, that. farms need Just, kids to work too. You got to put him to work. Anyway, so and, and as it goes along, he has now he has to decide of the girls which one he's going to keep first to go on the next date. And so they, they eventually, I guess, start weeding them out. Yeah. And I think there might be a, a, a subsequent of a girl's farmers looking for a man to come and work their farm with them. I, I, I think that's someone mentioned. Anyway, it's a pretty interesting show. I did see one segment and I thought this is why I could never. Well, not if I were 30 again or something, I, you know, wouldn't, we couldn't even do it then. There was this one, one guy, one farmer's standing there and he's good looking out with that they all wearing cowboy hats and boots and stuff and so in jeans and so they're looking like you know cowboys um and so this one kind of hottie girl sees him and she comes up and she says hello cowboy and she puts her arms around his neck and i would say we have a winner it's all it's done ladies and gentlemen the rest of you can go <laughs> i mean i'm so so easy <laughs> I mean, really, that would be it. You know, if a girl comes, you know, this beautiful girl comes and says, hi, a cowboy, and just goes like this, and, oh, my God, it's over. Anyway, I, I can't, I'm, I, it was, it's, also, it's a cringe, almost cringeworthy to me. I hate watching those things because it's just embarrassing as hell. Hear, I, I listened to uh, Cellini and Domino driving down here today, and they were talking about MILF Island. MILF Island. Do you hear what they did on that show? Well, I knew, I, I saw a couple of them. They brought out a couple boxes 
One was full of the guy, the son's underwear, and, and the other one was full of the mom's underwear, and the guys and had to go through their mom's underwear and decide whose was whose. Oh, no! Yeah, and the moms had to do it with the guys. Oh! Yeah. That's disgusting. I, I saw the one episode that where, they, where the women had were blindfolded and had to feel the bare chests of the boys that's, to figure out uh, who was their, was their son. Term. That's the end of Western civilization Jesus. as we know it. Oh, yeah. God. Talk Would about you touch your mother's underwear? Come on. I'd walk well, at that point. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be part of it to begin with. Well, after I took it off, I always washed it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's <laughs> figure this out. Remember, uh, everything you needed to know about sex, but we're afraid hey, Woody to ask. Yeah, Woody Allen. Little semen Lou Jacoby <laughs> goes over and puts on the women's clothing, and they get trapped outside. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> They're going over to meet <laughs> the new son-in-law. <laughs> Or the daughter-in-law, yeah, and he goes, "Can I use music. your bathroom?" And they yeah. go, "Yeah." He goes upstairs and he goes into their room and puts on her clothes. Uh, that was. <laughs> <laughs> now I did see a, a something the other night when I, I'm a, okay. When I stu- all my life, when I studied, when I was in college, when I was uh, at Arizona State or my master's in Michigan, whenever I was studying, I always had the TV on. I had it on and I, I was studying my books and everything. I just always had the TV on, and I still do it. And when I'm getting ready for the podcast stuff, no matter all day and all night and all the morning and everything else, I have the TV on kind of in the background, and I had it on the History Channel the other and last night, and all of a sudden I see this story, uh, uh, the History's Mysteries, the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, yeah. And I thought we were kind of just we were mentioning the Ark of the Covenant or something not long ago, and I thought you know I really I haven't I don't know as much as I probably ought to know about where they where is the damn thing you know if it's still around do they think it's alive and is there some new thing so I taped it and I was watching it back and I thought holy cow I had no idea I didn't know that th- that there's a significant group of British Jews who believe that the Ark of the Covenant is in Ireland in the, in that they have that hump land that's a very sacred where they buried somebody and they and believe it's in Ireland. Ireland. The, it's, it makes more sense that it's in Ethiopia. Well, no, I'm going to talk about that. Now, I think it's in Jerusalem. I don't think they ever got it out when the Babylonians oh, well, destroyed Jerusalem. I don't think. Well, I don't either, think they. Either the Babylonians took it or the Ethiopians took it. Well, I, I'm, more in, I'm more inclined to think the Ethiopians took it when the Babylonians destroyed Jerusalem. Uh, although they, had, they showed all these tunnels that someone discovered several years ago that are like. Yeah. Five million hidden cavern tunnel things. The Templars. Yeah, I mean, who knows? But the other thing was about Ethiopia. I thought this was really, really strange. In Ethiopia, the Ethiopians believe that they have the actual Ark of the Covenant. And around the world, there are, I don't know, 50,000 Ethiopian uh, churches. Every single one of them around the world has to have an exact replica built of the Ark of the Covenant by the design given in the Bible mm. of, the, of, the, of the dimensions. Every Ethiopian church in their inner, inner, inner sanctum has the Ark of the Covenant. They believe they have the real one in the part of Ethiopia that has a chapel guarded by the what's called the guardian monk he is has to be a virgin he has to be there for his entire life he can never leave or retire he does prayers constantly and lights incense in uh, tribute to the ark of the covenant he celebrates the ark of the covenant's life for the world and he is not allowed to go farther than 10 feet from the chapel Mm. for his life. Mm. (laughs) Oh, man. Mm. Anyway, I think it's in Jerusalem. I think think at some point, 
some the Ethiopian government or somebody, or the Italian government uh, army when it was there, would have gone in there, the British, and gone in there to see if it really yeah. was in there. Well, no, actually, two things. I, I, I think, as I remember, I think part of the show last night was the other night was that they're going to move it to a new location, and so at some point they're going to have to secretly take it to the new thing they're building for it. Mm. So that might be new. now. The other thing I remember saying was in 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 Israel or in Jerusalem near uh, Hamrab or someplace. Uh, uh, the, uh, the site where, where uh, a big section of people believe the Ark of the Covenant was hidden underground is now on top of that ground is a, is a uh, Muslim the, yeah, thing. Yeah, Al-Aqsa Mosque, uh, Yeah, the right? mosque. The, yeah. And so the, 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 um, the Arabs are never going to oh. allow the Jews to go in and dig for the Ark of the Covenant underneath their mosque. So, you know, and again, we don't even know whether it's still there. It could have been destroyed in the, I mean, uh, who knows? Anyway, I thought I, I, wouldn't you? I mean, you know, maybe what? Maybe you find out. Maybe what? You know, how could we not know? I, I would think to me, if that, that if, if that is, is that the most um, significant religious artifact in the world? Probably. Maybe the, now, the Ark of the Covenant is the box that held the, the, the Ten Commandments. Right. But what about the Chalice of the Last Supper? That was also well, called well, the Ark of the Covenant. The Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. The yeah. thing what but, we call but, the Holy now, Grail. Either the Holy Grail. Which they say if you take a sip out, you live forever. The Holy Grail or the Ark of the Covenant have got to be the two biggest. You've been watching too many Raiders of the Lost Ark. I guess so. But again, is there making a new one? I know. Is there is there a bigger Muslim uh, artifact? Let me think. Uh, or, or, or what other? I don't know. Buddhism? Is there a, is there a Buddhist artifact of? I don't know. No, no they're not big on possession and stuff like that. The Muslims? I don't know if they have anyway, something. Anyway, uh, whatever. It would seem maybe to be one of the first Korans. That or would something. be a yeah. huge, huge thing to go. Uh, just uh, very quickly, very quickly. Uh, I thought this got, uh, the uh, Georgia House of Representatives has passed a bill to get rid of prosecutors who do a crappy job, and so uh, Fulton County uh, Prosecutor Fannie Willis says that's not fair. They're doing it for me. They're just trying to come and get me because I didn't want to go with the police officers because I'm a scared catty kid, a coward girl, and I'm a chicken liver, and I don't want to take on the police officer people. So they're targeting me. It's not fair. It's not fair. And I'm ever so mad, and I'm ever so mad, and I just don't like it. Uh, prosecutors who get out of line and don't follow the legislative law will be ousted, ladies and gentlemen, if Georgia gets it. Well, who's going to decide that? That's the problem. Yeah, it's not going to make any real difference. All right, here we go. Pete Davis. Uh, Present. Bigfoot? Bigfoot. I heard, and yeah. I got to find it. Yeah. Somewhere up in North Georgia is a Bigfoot museum, and by God, I'm going to find it one of these An weekends. actual museum of Bigfoot? An actual museum. And would this be with, like, local residents' pictures or something, I, or, or I, artifacts? I, I don't know. I've never been there. Well, if everybody know. knows where the Bigfoot exam is in North Georgia, I guess we could Google it and see it, but just well, say, Expedition hey, Bigfoot. Anybody uh, could do that. Someone tell me, where is it? All right, so Expedition Bigfoot, the Sasquatch Museum, is in uh, Blue Ridge, Georgia. Well, that's a hell of well, a drive. That's a long way up there from Macon, where you are. <coughs> Macon? Macon? Well, that's what I'm Theoretically. Do you, do you know anything about geography? I'm helping you, you goofball. The no, opposite. No, you're not. I thought you didn't want people to know where you're living. I don't know where I'm living. Well, living. if I said Macon, then, then, they, then they're not going to go looking for you and know uh, where you're living. They know I'm in to. North Georgia. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> such an asshole. You know, I, I, I can't believe that. No, no one <laughs> fell for that, Kimmer. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, you're in Macon. It's a radio. Oh, yeah. It's a thing. Everybody gets God. All right, tell us about the candles. Oh, candles. Glad you brought this up. This Jesus. Can- okay. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to, I swear yeah, to yeah, you took, God. You took him off the set by saying Macon. 
Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. If you go, I, I think it's Walmart because uh, it says Maker's Markers Mark or something. Isn't that a Walmart Maker's thing? Mark is, is uh, bourbon. No, it's Mother's Mark or something oh, like that. Anyway. I don't know. It, there's two seasoners, seasoning blend. One is Girl Scout Thin Mint Seasoning Blend. Yeah. And the other is Snickers. You can make things taste like Snickers or Thin Mints. And my sister gave me a bag of Girl Scout Thin Mint Covered Pretzels. Uh, pretzels? Yeah. I don't know. I You know, I don't uh, like pretzels. I don't like when they do the uh, candy with pretzels on or chocolate-covered pretzels and stuff for you don't some like reason. That? I like pretzels. I used to eat them by the bag uh, all, all day. Right. In fact, when we were on the radio, I had a bag of pretzels almost every pretzels day in the good. studio. Uh, Blockbuster. Yeah. Remember that? You go on Blockbuster. What did it smell like to you? I used to work at a Blockbuster. What did it smell like to you as a customer? Popcorn, I think. Or so. I, 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 it was a smell of popcorn. Or a There's a or candle now, a Blockbuster-flavored candle. It smells of B.O. and weird carpet. Uh, no. <laughs> no, yeah, give me one of those. Send <laughs> that like, to your ex-wife. What a minute. Uh, you remember, yeah, you remember, is, honey, my honor. You remember going to Blockbuster on a Friday and the look of disappointment when <laughs> there wasn't was a movie yeah. behind the box? Because you know how the video would actually yeah, be behind yeah, the box? And you'd be like, it's not there. Yeah, yeah. On Friday, you, you had to be there at Thursday. You had to be there early because oh, Friday was always sold out. Also, you can now get a Hershey's chocolate bar candle. Or a Twinkies candle. Oh my God! Well, Twinkies might be a well chocolate candle. That can't be bad. Have you? Have, have we, we haven't talked about the Hershey's uh, candy bar with a H E R to celebrate a, a Women's Day stuff? And now a guy a came. I saw him interviewed. A guy came. The same guy who who made uh, fun of another product that got bashed for being woke uh, came out with a candy bar called Him Her <laughs> instead of Hershey's. Uh, and he's made it. He, he sold. Uh, he was on Tucker. He sold four hundred thousand of them in like one day as a joke and they're good candy. I mean real chocolate candy bars and they're called him her I mean him he him or something very funny it's the way it should be um, uh, let's see let's see oh, did you have something about a, a fun thing of history uh, yeah basically <clears throat> for International Women's Day why do women have such a hard time choosing where to go eat well I don't know because the last time they chose they doomed all of humanity <laughs> We went to the tree. Oh, the tree of the life. Tree. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have an apple. <laughs> have you hungry? guys ever been to the uh, Women's Hall of Fame? What? No. Don't blink or you'll miss the exit. Ho! <laughs> That's gold, man. That's gold. Uh, wow. Uh, let's see. Um, a couple of sports things, if you don't mind, sir. First of all, I didn't know that there was a big feud going on, and the Tiger Woods and his girlfriend broke up, and now there's lawsuits involved. I don't know why this hasn't been, you know, anytime you mention Tiger Woods' name on, on the sports channels, it's the number one story, and also the regular, anyway, whatever, So there, but it's going on. Her name is Erica Herman. Uh, she and her ex-boyfriend Tiger lived in this house and she had signed with Tiger, had signed a non-disclosure agreement. When you date Tiger Woods, yeah, you say, smart. sign this so you don't give up all my secrets about yeah. the way he likes with a certain, you know, like, yeah, uh, uh, an anal, uh, anal, he, he's an anal uh, <laughs> therapist. <laughs> uh, I might have mispronounced that. Anyway, uh, she and her boyfriend. Um, so she filed a lawsuit in Jupiter, uh, Jupiter Island, where they live, um, to break the, irrevo uh, the irrevocable 
non-disclosure agreement. Uh, uh, bitch, what's the word irrevocable mean? I know. You can't revoke it. Yeah. All right. Now, she claims at the time she performed valuable services for the defendant's agents as part of the oral tendency agreement with the people who own the house, the trust that owns the house. She claims that at some point when she was complaining about this after they broke up, she was tricked into leaving the house. She says agents of the defendant, the housing agent, convinced Tiger or them to pack a suitcase for a short vacation. When she arrived at the airport, they told her she had been locked out of her residence in violation of her deal. Uh, she said she was tricked into the whole thing um, and violation of Florida law. They then informed her she was not allowed to return to get her stuff without legal counsel to aid her in the emotional moment. They used a lawyer to confront her with proposals to resolve the wrongdoing they were in the midst of committing. Whatever that means. They said the trust isn't the person she was going after. She failed it out. She claims they took all her stuff out of the house, including uh, several thousand dollars that's missing. Uh, now, the problem is she was forced. She seems she claims she was forced to sign the non-disclosure agreement in 2017. Uh, but she says she's trying to break the deal because she says the non-disclosure is unenforceable because of a federal law stating that alleged victims of sexual assault and sexual harassment cannot be barred from suing. Now, she's not saying the tiger raped her. She's not saying he sexually abused her. And she's not saying if someone else did at the house, maybe? Or, this is very how about fishy. She, how about he putting up with her for five years and now she wants a chunk of his she money? She wants $30 million. Okay, do you, do you hear what they actually did to her? No. They told her to pack a little bag. We're going on a trip. Yeah. And they took, took her to the, to the airport. airport and left her. Well, I, I did say that a minute ago. Oh, <laughs> you I'm probably sorry. were looking at the cash. <laughs> no, no, it's good. You know, because sometimes you forget. I, you know, it could be repeated. The show when, started. When we replay the show on Saturday at noon at the 106. In case they missed that part, we could add, don't have to edit this out. So that's a good part. I've become forgetful since I moved, moved <laughs> to Macon. Hanging around me too the much. <laughs> it's not my fault. Uh, <laughs> now, one more quick sports story, which I think is fairly amusing. Paige Spiranak. Paige Spiranak has millions of followers on social media. She's yeah. a golf influencer uh, on TikTok, Instagram, and she says it's about time for you fans to stop being offended by my boobs. Well, that's different than why you tease. You said you wanted her to quit looking at it. But no, she's I'm not saying, done. Don't God, don't, I'm not done yet. But I'm you not, just changed it. Uh, okay. No, I didn't. Okay. I'm getting, you'll right. see. Oh, Jesus. She's got a horse she face, says, by the way. I want you to stop worry, being offended about my boobs. You have much more things to worry, many more things to worry about the, other than my boobs. There's a lot going on in the world that should bother you more than that. Boobs ain't one of them. Uh, she has golf videos, pictures posted on social media. Don't always say, well, the same. She's made by that, that a big brand. She shows her boobs. Oh, she's all, all boobs. Time. She's nothing but boobs. Not nude, I mean, but no, but she, if you see her, it's boobs. And she says, well, I think some people get confused because it's only Paige, and it was a cheeky name to make fun of only fans because they get asked to do only fans all the time by people, and I want it to be tongue-in-cheek, so there's no nudity, and that's on purpose. Uh, she makes a choice not to show certain parts of her body, uh, but that's her choice, and she's not trying to disparage those who want to do it with their body if they show their boobs naked. Uh, she has almost 4 million
million followers on Instagram and over a million on TikTok. She was a had a collegiate career at Arizona and San Diego State, uh, all West Mountain Conference honors and so forth. Anyway, she she didn't get her LPGA Tour uh, golf card, but she's a very famous thing, and she's all boobs all the time. So how can you complain when people are reacting to your boobs? You're asking for it. I mean, you know, please. Well, she's not doing that. She's just saying, quit being offended by it. I'm going to show my boob, my cleavage, I and know. that's just part of who I am. But still, you but you're acting like she's she's telling people not to look at her boobs. She's not doing that. She just quit being offended by it. I'm going to show my boobs. Right. Well, <laughs> that's who she is. Why else would you? pay attention to her yeah exactly. she's not a good golfer Ex- exactly so and so why would you why would you freaking bother kind of got a horse face uh, and now let me ask you a, a couple quick comments of news things that i uh, i'm just suggesting that i'm uh, reacting to mexico <laughs> those people killed going to get uh, cosmetic surgery your idiots killed him uh, and i heard god this morning uh, and tell him you know no offense but uh, uh tug uh, the morning guy from 1063 listening this morning he and his family are going to cancun He's insane <laughs> said, oh my god you're loco yeah, so, you know if you, if you get safely to the hotel i hope the hell you never leave now, and again when i used to go to cancun with the with the final wife uh it was great you get there in an hour and a half on the plane you you check into your hotel that was you have a great beach years i know and and again, we used to take the bus. We would take anymore. the public bus to, to go into town. We'd rent a car and go over the mountains. We, we would drive an open MG yeah. through the countryside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know. It's, and now they're telling even Acapulco for spring, saying, don't go to Acapulco. It's too dangerous. They'll freaking kidnap you. That's where I, you know, the cliffs of uh, uh, Cayuga 222 uh, restaurant. <laughs> she told me no one, she wasn't going to marry me the first I, time. I don't understand how he's taking his family down I there. I don't get it. Does he not watch the news? Anyway, um, I say close the border uh, no more money to mexico no more trading no more uh, uh, you know doing anything shut it down like trump did get them to stay in place if they want to uh, uh, claim they want entry they'll have to fill out the paperwork in mexico uh the obviously the, car, the the cartels own everything run everything the the mexican leaders are either on the take or too scared to go against the cartel. There's, you can't, right. oh, there's yeah. no They're other all... possible explanation. Yeah, exactly. They're afraid to get killed, and their, fam- their family's going to get murdered. They know it. Hell, it Ari- happens. Arizona's run by the cartels. Yeah, Our right. border's On run the by the cartels. other side of the border. That's right. Other side of the border. Uh, and, and no more money transfers. Uh, no more uh, trading with Mexico. Uh, no more mail service. I mean, do whatever. Stop every truck and every car at the entrance and inspect every one of them every inch. So that nobody gets across the border via vehicle-wise, and that would shut down every possible. All the truckers making deliveries. <laughs> Sorry, I mean do it again. All you have to do is threaten it. When Trump did, Trump said, "Okay, we're shutting you down." And he said, "Oh no, no, we'll keep him here." Well, and they put the army out there under Trump. Remember? I know. I know. And and he was building a wall. Build the wall. Put the army out there and stop it. I mean, my God, what more evidence do you need about? I, I have a question here for Flounder. Yeah. Why is this thing say uh, we started streaming 31 minutes ago and it's kind of been stuck on there for an hour? Mm. Why is it doing that? On YouTube or Rumble? Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Let me check and see. Move well, along and I'll find yeah. out. While you're doing that, I have a comment about this story. I can't believe it. California is about to pass the reparations bill <laughs> for black people. $360,000 each. Never had slaves in California. <laughs> oh, hell no. California was not a slave state. Nope, nope never. And, how, uh, gee, uh, how many people do you think are going to be moving to California? <laughs> I mean, my God. Oh, I know. It's, it's just maybe it'll some co- from Atlanta. It'll cost them six hundred billion dollars. Three hundred and sixty thousand each. Insane. 
In Texas, school districts are adopting a four-day school week, going to school longer each day, but only four days a week. How are parents going to do a three-day weekend with their kids if they work? It's got a workhouse. Send the kids there and let them sew or something. Do, I mean, really, if you're, I mean, if both parents are working and you've got a nine-year-old. Yeah. What? Or a 13-year-old, even worse. Latchkey kids. Well, that, here we go again. I mean, that was big in the 70s. When, when women's movement, all women started working. Nobody stayed in the house anymore. Latchkey kids. That's when that was uh, huge. Uh, there was a woman arrest, just got arrested. In, uh, uh, she was lived in Texas, was arrested in another state with a boyfriend. She left her two kids alone for months in her house, a 12-year-old and a 5-year-old. The father, who uh, the daughter called once, said, Daddy, can you uh, bring some food over because we don't have any more anymore and Mommy's still at work. This is like three weeks or four weeks, a 12-year-old and a 5-year-old by themselves. Or whatever. The age Jeffrey Dahmer committed his Jesus. first murder when his mother and his father pretty much abandoned him for almost a year at the house right. by himself. I can't imagine. I mean, a, a four-day school. I, I love. I'd love a work on a four-day week, but I don't know how families are going to handle that with the kids or we, young kids. We can only work two days. A week. Well, I know. I mean, I'd love to be. You know, double our work. I love. wish. And again, you know, we're looking for work here. At some point, I'm going to be burning out, so <laughs> we'll need a job. Well, um, uh, one more thing. Um, oh, oh. I did. I saw of uh, of uh, Hillary Rodham P. Sticky Fart Cabbage. Hey, by the way, I didn't give her that nickname. That nickname came from John Podesta, her own Asian, who was describing yeah. what she looked and smelled like when she started drinking every afternoon. Okay, that was not mine. Anyway, so Hillary was at an event at at, at uh, uh, Vanderbilt, I think, with a little uh, torpy little uh, transportation guy, um, little Mister Construction Worker. Uh, she looks like she's gained a hundred pounds, by the way. I mean, just for the record, I, I'll bet Bill can't wait to get kissing on that. Big, fat, sweaty neck of hers. Mm. Oh, over some, twice and still those, on top of the Those thing. cute little ankles. Mm, mm. Uh, wow. Uh, and, oh, and I, he I heard all morning on the radio they're talking about whether Michelle Obama is actually is going to be a serious <laughs> candidate for president of the United States. Yeah. Uh, you know that they're going to talk about her. I, and I, let, let's, let's, let's think about a couple I things. I think it's her. First of all, let's, let's, let's see. Michelle Obama, uh, she's nasty. She's cold-blooded. She's vicious. She's hateful. She's a schemer. Duplicitous. Uh, sneaky, deceitful. Uh, remember what she said in Flounder mentioned this morning when uh, the 9 11 all this for a damn flag. Yeah. <laughs> the protest is. She's know, a about, man. Yeah. Uh, she finds, she, she has went, no went, political experience. When Obama she has got no, elected, she said, finally, I'm proud of my country. She has no business experience. She has no experience anything. in anything. She's perfect for yeah. the Democrats. Never done anything. Whatever they want uh, and just, you know, whether, she was a, whether she's a tranny or a guy doesn't make any difference. Their shameful uh, treatment of Melania Trump, the first lady, when they change over administrations. Uh, she's a snotty bitch. She's the worst first lady we've ever had, entitled. Uh, it takes her whole family on all their vacations, spending government money for, I mean, just, uh, you know, became multi, $100 million while they were in office. I mean, come on, some little fishy there. She's perfect as the Democratic presidential yeah. candidate. She's freaking who, uh, perfect. Who else are they going to run? Exactly. Besides Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom's the worst governor of the worst state, but he looks like a presidential candidate. Yeah. And so they'll probably do it. Um, a couple of weird things, if we have a little time here. Um, I thought this was kind of bizarre. Um, people know the phrase, a Grady baby. If you're a longtime resident of, of, uh, of Atlanta, uh, chances are you were born at Grady Hospital, they're saying. And it was a very famous phrase from, God, the 50s and 60s uh, for the 131-year-old Grady Hospital called a Grady baby. You're a Grady baby. Where were you born? P I'm a Grady Piedmont baby. Too, a Piedmont too. But Grady baby is, is a catchphrase that's been around for a very long time. Okay, that's a phrase. Now, all of a sudden, a company... 
Atlanta-based company called Grady Baby Company and Apparel LLC is being sued because they sell hoodies and sweatshirts saying Grady Baby. Grady Hospital says, wait a minute, that's our phrase. And the no, company's saying, no, yeah, I can't believe it. They're saying, oh, well, we're, uh, we're concerned about their unauthorized use could lead to public confusion and usurp our right to use our own name and trademark, said Grady Hospital. Uh, so you sue them. Uh, they call it intellectual property. Uh, the, the company that's using the, selling the T-shirt or sweatshirt says, that's, uh, it doesn't make any sense. It's like why you can have Delta Airlines and Delta Faucets. You know, he, he said they, they got the trademark years ago doesn't see how the hospital can claim it uh he, he said, yeah, yeah the hospital claimed it after he got the trademark but who has the trademark the company then, got that, the, then grady hospital screwed up right they did absolutely screwed up and now uh, they're saying here there's no conflict you guys don't sell clothes your clients not use grady baby as a trademark in any manner that would cause confusion right. in the marketplace and trademark law is not cut and dry about this stuff coca-cola though uh when coca-cola did not name it soda coke but there was a company named a soft drink called K-O-K-E and Coca-Cola stopped them from using the word Coke even with a K on their bottles although IBM referred to as Big Blue but there's a lot of companies you have Big Blue products so again why would Grady Hospital spend the money I mean, this is nonsense what are they they ought to be proud people talk about Grady Babies at Grady Hospital they just what's wrong a, with that they're, they're incompetent and they missed a, Jeez, a, a, a oh we should have thought of that yeah, to make money exactly God. so they'll steal it from the guys who did think of it no, brother. Well, All if they right. do it downtown Atlanta, yeah, they'll steal it. I know. It. Can I do a bad day in history thing here for you? Sure. How are we doing on time? Have you got other things you want to talk about, Byer? Are you doing all uh, right? we got plenty of time. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Yada <laughs> time. Uh, what's that? Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, one story. Once, well, I've, I've got a one history story. thing. Um, let's see. Oh, well, this, this is kind of a, of a historical thing, which is important. Is so, it on this date? Because sometimes it's on you this don't date. even do this. The date. It's on this date. Right. The abject humiliation that struck most Japanese people August 15, 1945, the thin voice of their emperor never before broadcast in public, enjoined them to, quote, endure the undurable and bear the unbearable in the wake of agonizing defeat. Uh, didn't hit a guy named Hiro Onada right away in 1945. The loyal soldier, unaware of Japan's unconditional surrender in World War II, continued to wage guerrilla warfare in the Philippines for almost three decades before yeah. that horrible day of reckoning finally arrived in March 9th, 1974. I remember when they found that guy. I remember very well. His former commanding officer showed up in the jungle to assure this soldier from Japan the war was really over. Onada wrote a book where he said, suddenly everything went black. The book was called No Surrender. A storm raged inside me. I felt like a fool for having been so tense and cautious on the way here to meet the commander. Worse than that, what hot had I been doing all these yeah. years? Yeah. 32 or whatever it was. They came years. back to his family. They were all happy to see him. He was kind of like a hero when he came yeah. back. But he was living off the land and stealing food. And, and I, I don't know whether he killed anybody. I, I don't know whether no. they were still. I he think he was just living stuff, and think. hiding. Mm -hmm. And then, and oh, now here we go. The, uh, uh, this is a famous affair, which I thought might be interesting, uh, from our history note concerning Elizabeth Taylor and her famous future fifth and sixth husband, Richard Burke. Burton. They were uh, had a sizzling affair uh, on the filming set in Rome for the epic film Cleopatra. 
And it was enough to fry the egg on her fourth husband, Eddie Fisher, who was still married to her. He discovered her infidelity with Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burden when he made an unannounced visit to the movie set in 1962. He said, it wouldn't have mattered if I had sent them an engraved announcement saying I'm going to be here at a specific time. They couldn't keep their eyes off each other, not to mention their hands. It was a humiliating betrayal, not unlike the one Eddie, yeah. Eddie Fisher's former wife, Debbie yeah. Reynolds, felt when Eddie Fisher left her for Elizabeth Taylor. They were best friends, they all were, of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> this was a scandal. Karma. This was very, very scandalous in the si- early 60s. Um, uh, he, he almost left to maintain some uh, f- a secret source of dignity, pretending he didn't know about the torrid affair. Uh, but finally, Luella Parsons said, oh, it's true, Elizabeth Taylor's fallen madly in love with Richard Burton, the end of the road for Liz and Eddie Fisher. Um, he was hospitalized after o- overdosing on amphetamine. Uh, he made one more public plea to take away uh, Burton's love with his wife. The only romance between Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton is Mark Anthony and Cleopatra. And I might say it's a damn good one. Um, he uh, took a call from Elizabeth Taylor in Rome. She still denied it, but he says, you know, you can ask a woman to do something and she doesn't always go for it. But that, again, the horrible story of Elizabeth Taylor and Eddie Fisher, and he got what he deserved because he did the same thing to her. <laughs> Uh, A couple of birthdays, uh, anchor Charles Gibson, still alive at 80. Mm. He was was an Atlanta guy, wasn't he? Wasn't he on Channel 2? Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking it's the other guy. Uh, Mickey Gilly, the country singer. uh, He's uh, still uh, alive. Low play, 87. Okay. Uh, so they say, Emmanuel Lewis. So what you talking about, Lewis? Uh, I don't know. Webster, he was in Webster. He's 52 uh, today. Trish Vandeveer. I think she was married to George C. Scott. Very attractive. She was a handsome woman. Oh, no. Oh, you she didn't like her? like a truck driver to me. Oh, I remember and seeing her. Like she this. had that kind of uh, 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 reddish uh, She was a male black. version of him, I thought. Well, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Uh, <laughs> she's 82. Uh, a female Shad, version of him. Shad Moss is 36, otherwise Ooh. known as Bow Wow. I don't know. Uh, you know, if it's, uh, isn't it Black Month or something? We throw one that to the brothers. Last month. We don't just, do it anymore. If you know a black guy, tell him Bow Wow's had a freaking birthday. He's a freaking 36. <laughs> uh, Brittany Snow, do you know who that is? She's 37. Nope. She's a blonde actress. She was Chloe in Pitch Perfect, uh, but she was in the TV series American Dreams. I really liked that series. Uh, it was about uh, about girls going to the American American Bandstand with Dick Clark, and they uh, they dance on American Bandstand. Her brother was a Marine going to Vietnam. Isn't this supposed to be a list of celebrities? Well, I, I, I'm just saying, and I and I think I mentioned it because I love I used to love the theme song to that TV show American Bandstand. Dreams. Bandstand. Uh, no, it wasn't that. That oh, was a Bandstand theme song. A good song. Uh, Brian Bosworth. 58. The Boz. Bo knows Brian Boswell. Wasn't it Bo Jackson who ran over him in yeah, the end of the end zone? And now Boz is what, the sheriff and the Dr. Pepper commercials, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Cato yeah. Kalen's birthday, 64. Jeez. Yeah, hit the shoe drop behind OJ's place. Cato yeah. America's Kalen. guest. Yeah, America's guest. Uh, that's when, in fact, Danny McLefty and I started calling ourselves America's guest. We show up free at every golf course it'll have us. <laughs> uh, Mark Lindsay, uh, the Paul Revere and oh, the Raiders. Paul Revere. So, so, uh, 81 years old today. Yeah. Another music thing here. I'm, I don't know if you remember this, but in, ni- in 2012, the four preps, you may, you may not remember that group. The four preps were a top rock and roll band. They sang uh, 26 Miles, the Catalina kind of thing, uh, down by the station in in the morning. Well, the four preps were a very famous group in the 50s, early 60s. They wrote a song 
call, uh, called Mo Mo More Money for You and Me. It was a satire where they said, uh, where are they, uh, the end of the Belmonts, where they want to go, we don't know, but it's H-E-double-L. Uh, it was, a, anyway, so they're very famous for preps. Well, in 1964, Capitol <laughs> Records released a song they did called Letter to the Beatles. In it, they none of their funny fa satire songs, they complained about a boy who lost his girlfriend to the Fab Four. On the first day they released it, the record hit number 85 on the charts already, looked like a big hit, but somebody noticed, wait a minute, you used a couple of bars from I Want to Hold Your Hand, so the lawyer said yank it, and they had to yank it. So there you go, it's a Beatles memento history with the four preps. For those of a certain age. You made that up. I made it all up. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, let's see. Um, in 1959, a woman named Ruth Handler designed a doll for the toy company to introduce at a toy fair in New York City. Her name was Barbie. Mattel charged $3 for her. Her real-life measurements would have been 36, 18, 33. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 1955, James Dean broke into the film industry with an Academy-nominated performance in his first major role, East of Eden. Then he bought a Porsche. <coughs> sure. And then he died. Uh, 1997, Christopher Wallace was murdered in a drive-by shooting in Los Angeles, known as Notorious Rapper B.I.G. Uh, rival rappers were just dissing some brothers, too, yo. Um, apparently, six months earlier, rapper Tupac Shakur was also whacked in a drive-by shooting in the same kind of thing. 2005, the child in the center of the Michael Jackson case takes the stand in the molesting trial. Gavin Arviso was 13 when he said Michael Jackson abused him at the Neverland ranch. He claimed Michael shared his bed with him, gave him and other kids alcohol, sometimes in soft drink cans, showed them porno and waxed his shillelagh in front of them and made sexual advances and apparently did some molesting action of some kind. In Jackson's defense, Macaulay Culkin and Chris Tucker vouched for Michael Jackson, who was acquitted. But he never went back to the Neverland Ranch. Neverland Ranch. Never mm. went back. Hmm. Uh, patents given on this day, 1822, artificial teeth. 1858, the mailbox. Eight, uh, I'm sorry, no, it's got to be 1887, the wait, chalk wait, for wait, pool. Wait, what was the other one? Uh, 1858, the mailbox. Well, the female box has been invented. Oh, long hey, long. hi, oh. 1887, <laughs> chalk for the pool cue. <laughs> and one more, 1930. What did they sorry. do beforehand? I don't spit on it. I don't know. Stuck in their cry. I don't know. I can't imagine. Rub they it on the floor. Rub it on the floor. 1832, a gangly lawyer ran for political office in Illinois for the first time and lost. Then he lost four more times yeah. trying to become a congress Loser. or senator. Eventually, a little girl said you'd look better with a beard so he grew it and honest abe eventually became president yes so, sir there you are anyway uh can uh, i do a quick dear abby here sure this uh, shows you what kind of people are out there dear abby i left my boyfriend in san francisco he said he loved me but i felt like a third wheel in our relationship he had a female friend he was constantly borrowing money from even though we both work he also gave her relationship advice they would bicker back and forth like two-year-olds and when we went places they made me ride in the back uh -oh. while they were having a conversation i was never part of oh boy he also cut me off every time i talked when i asked him why he said i talked about dumb things was i wrong for walking away <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you should have run. No, you weren't. <laughs> run away. 
read your letter. <laughs> For all the reasons you mentioned, you're better off without him. My God, to sum up the late Princess Diana, there were three of you in the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But there are people like, I mean, imagine people, the self-esteem. Well, you got it. They, they're self-delusional because they want it to work, and they're just trying. I mean, we've all done that. We've all been in relationships, uh, and oh, you look back and go, me. why did I put up with that? <laughs> You know, after to marry me, she said no the first I, time. I'm telling you. In Acapulco. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. You ever heard of Topol? Oh, yeah, Topol, the famous actor that we are the uh, Russian dancers. We are the Russian dancers. Topol. Yeah. If I were a rich man. Really, that guy. That guy. It's the Russian, yeah. yeah also, yeah. in uh, Flash Gordon. He was in Flash Gordon. I don't know Flash, Flash Gordon. Gordon. I know of oh. Flash. I've never actually watched. Uh, he Flash. died. Topol died. Kaim He's Topol, be up there. Israeli actor, was 87. That is one of my favorite movies. If there is a was scene, a rich man. And everyone thinks about the music. Yeah. But the scene where, you know, and of course, Paul Michael Glazer was the revolutionary. Set in Russia. Oh, from Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, right. And he gets caught and Famous sent to Siberia. Now, producer, yeah, and sent to Siberia. The girl's in love with him. His daughter's in love with him. Topol's daughter. Yeah. And he takes her to the train station to go to Siberia to be with him. And that scene where he's saying goodbye <laughs> to his daughter that he's never going to see again, and he knows he will never see her again because they're about to come to America. Huh. The whole village is going to pick up because the Cossacks were coming through. They're going to come to America, yeah. Yeah. and he knows he's never going to see her again. That is one of the man, uh, most sad and amazing scenes I don't in film history. Was it just he, hit, he was, puts her on that train. Was he singing it, or was this Well, there talking. may have been a song or something around it, but the, the scene where she gets on that train, <laughs> yeah. and he knows he's... Yeah. Later, yeah, that's what that's exactly. Adios, little baby, catch me on a rebound. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. You guys are just so. Anyway, all right, okay, here we go. Did you hear about the woman who died during turbulence up in New England? Yes. You know who she was? No. There are 330 million people in America. Yeah. The FAA claims nobody has died in the last 25 years from turbulence except this woman. She worked in the Clinton administration as a lawyer. 
She was a lawyer for the Clintons. Oh, another Clinton victim? The odds of one person that worked at the Clinton administration being killed in this way. Point zero 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 three zero three zero three zero three zero two one one two zero two nine four percent. Yeah. Do you suppose they killed another one? <laughs> How did they? Well, the thing, the plane landed safely. Only know. person dead is her. Yeah. Uh, her neck's broken. How did that happen? Who is she sitting next to? One of the Clinton administration historians? Maybe? It's like a Bond thing. Vince Foster's uh, nephew? Uh, oh, guess what? The scientists have found a 50,000-year-old dormant virus in Antarctica. What do you think they, they did with it? 50,000-year-old dormant virus. Well, let's bring it back to life and uh, yeah. put it in the lab and see if we can make yeah. some more things out of it. They're bringing it, it back to life. What could go life. wrong? And, of course, uh, they're not. They're saying, no, there's no gain of function here. No, no. Bullshit. Yeah, let's put it into a saber-toothed tiger and see what that does. Uh, they're trying to weaponize it. <laughs> Jesus. They're going to weaponize Oh, no, we're going to find like a, a cure. mastodon, a couple of it would be fun to do with. Uh, yeah, okay. And every partnership, Kimber, according yeah. to Tom, yeah. there is one person. Yeah who stacks the dishwasher like a Scandinavian architect. <laughs> and the other person who stacks the dishwasher like a raccoon on meth. <laughs> I do it all by hand. I really use my dishwasher. Yeah, I, I never use it. it. I, I never, never use, use the dishwasher. Yeah, I don't use my garbage disposal. Of course, it doesn't work, but I still don't use it anyway. I've got a hidden talent. Too stinky. Hidden talent you didn't know of. What's that? I can cut a piece of wood in half just by looking at it. Really? It's true. How do you do that? I saw it with my own eyes. I saw it. Well, it's not really looking, but... Ever heard of Ann Margaret? I have heard of Ann Margaret, yes. Have you had Ann Margaret? Who, by the way, was, you know, I mean, she was se sexy as hell, but Ann Margaret not did not have a great body. She was kind okay. of soft and flabby, and but yeah. she was a very sexy, very sexy woman, sexy woman. and great at what she did. A, a great older type. sexy woman yep. Yep. as well. Yep. And of course, she was in Tommy, the, the musical movie, the, the Who, and all that. Well, right. she was in a, a lot of those series, too, like at Columbo, and she'd show up as the elderly widow or something. Crouchy or old so, men. Yeah. Yeah. She was on there. She's got a new album out. And Margaret Bo does? Born to be Wild. And she's got a lot of singing? people on there. She's singing some of the, some old tunes. And one of the tunes is a song that she has Pete Townsend on there with oh. her. <laughs> I wonder if she, she's in, I'm Bye Bye now. Love. Bye it's, Bye Love, yeah. Let's get that love going now, yeah. Well, she that kind of she's sung in the Elvis movie, Vega, yeah. Viva well, Las Vegas. She's got to be 90. Viva Las Vegas. Who's got to be 90 years how, old? How's old Aunt Margaret? Look, uh, staff. I mean, how, how good is her vocal cord thing? I don't know. How good is everything else? By the way, I'm going to make a voodoo doll of myself and give it a back rub. <laughs> Why is that, Pete? Well, no, just think about it. Why don't uh, we ever use voodoo dolls for good? Oh, to give yourself a back rub. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I missed, uh, misheard. Critics of early steam-spewing locomotives thought that women's bodies were not designed to go 50 miles an hour. They worried that the female passengers' uteruses would fly out of their bodies as they accelerated to that speed. Others suspected that any human body might simply melt at such a high speed. This is a researcher. I bet that's true. Can you imagine? No one had ever gone faster than being on a horse or a boat. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a bicycle, this machine maybe. comes along that's yeah. so much faster. And that had to scare the hell out of everybody well, the first I, time I they were on it. And, and speaking of the car, you know, um, Henry Ford decided when people started saying there have been more Americans born in the backseat of a Ford Model A than a T. Than, <laughs> so he started designing, all his Fords were designed to have the backseat too small to have sex in. 
That's what? a true. Henry Ford deliberately designed his newer versions of his car so that they were too small to have sex in comfortably where people would be discouraged from having all the sex they were having. Mm-hmm. Remember, for the first time, a man and a woman or a boy and a girl could leave the house. Yeah. Could drive away. They could go 50 miles and do whatever they wanted True. to. Yeah. That's, I, and I, they I, were having sex in the car in for the first time ever. We're, it was off Oleander Road out there and, in and, Lilburn. And, and, yeah. and there was a joke that more people have been born in the back, have been sired in the backseat of a Henry Ford than a dot da And Henry Ford was so offended by it. He, he was a non drinker, non smoker. He was a teetotaler Anti-Semite. guy. Semite. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he loved the Nazis. Um, and uh, he said, no more backseat sex. We're going to make our calls too small for it in the backseat. And that's how he designed his car. Cars. <laughs> it's called sitting in the lap. Yeah. By the way, Cameron, never blame someone else for the road you're on. No, not my road. It's no. your own asphalt. Hi-ho, hey, hi what, What's <sighs> the difference between me and a calendar? I have no idea. No, actually, what's the difference between you and a calendar? Well, me and I don't know. A calendar has dates. Has dates. Ho, hey, hi <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how unusual is that? I, <laughs> that's what she said, yeah. All right, here, here's a good yeah, thing. I'll go on a date. Remember the, the white cat and the screaming woman? Yeah, yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. All right, the screaming woman goes, a cucumber can cure bad breath. And the cat says, not the way you use it. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of International Women's Day, some more tips to look after your husband. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Make the evening his. Never complain if he does not take you out to dinner or to other places of entertainment. Instead, try to understand his world of strain and pressure, his need to come home and relax. That's right. Listen to him. You may have had some bad things happen and some things you need to tell him, but don't do it. Arrival is not the time to do that. Let him talk first. Make him comfortable. Have him lean back in a comfortable chair or suggest he lie down in the bedroom. Have a cool or warm drink ready for him. There you are. Arrange his pillow and offer to take off his shoes. Get his slippers uh, somewhere near probably. Speak in a low, soft, soothing, and pleasant voice. Allow him to relax and unwind. These are home ec courses in 1950, school. 1950. In high school. 1950. And, 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 and I, I, would, I, mean, I think it did the same thing. They would divide. The boys would go take shop, and the girls would take typing and home ec every day or every couple of days a week. Do not greet him with problems or complaints. Don't complain if he's late for dinner. Count this as minor compared to what he might have gone through that day. Well, it's only right. And at the time of his arrival, eliminate all noise of washers, dryers, dishwashers, or vacuums. Try to encourage the children to be quiet. Be happy to see him. Greet him with a warm smile and be glad to see him. Wow, that's special. When do you find a woman like that? Ah, uh. Where can you find a woman? Well, it's important to find a woman who loves you and takes care of you, a woman who will make love with you anytime you want to, a woman who will protect you and guard you and devote her life to making you happy. Well, she's a great Pyrenees dog. And it's important to make sure that these three women never meet. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Danny Kay. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think of Danny Kay? Danny Kay, the song and dance man and a red-haired guy. White Christmas. White Christmas. Danny Kay singing and dancing. He's like... All uh, my life. Is he still alive? He's got to be 200. No, neither is Mickey Gilly, by the way. Yeah, right. Uh, Danny Kay, my whole life I've heard he, he was gay. But he had a family and everything. Of course, yeah, I don't yeah. think it really matters. Yeah. yeah. Hey, anyway. anyway, did you know that Danny Kay could fly any civilian plane on the planet? Really? He was that good, good of a good pilot. Of pilot. Wow. And became the world's most revered non-Asian Chinese chef. Really? And he had no formal singing or dance training. 
Well, it's like Sammy Davis Jr. kind of a, a wasn't man of he all Hans things. Christian Andersen? Also, he was in that remember. movie. I think he. he I was, don't remember. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. John Travolta finds his own 737, and it lands in his home. I that's know. his he has house. His own, the, yeah, he has his own airport. landing strip. Jesus. All right, Flounders. Time to find Bad Text Theater while I read to you today's truly tasteless joke. No, please do. All right, let me find this here. Okay. This is how old this book is. Jimmy Carter, Ted Kennedy, Gary Hart, and Joe Biden, this is from oh the 80s, God. were on a campaign trip when their plane ran into a storm. A few minutes later, the pilot announced the passengers they should prepare for a crash landing. Oh, boy. Save the women, ordered Carter. Screw the women, snarled Kennedy. Is there time, asked Hart. Is there time, asked Biden. <laughs> An original thought. Plagiarist. That's, that's funny. Plagiarist. We could end right there. That's a very funny ending. But no, then poor Flounder would be left out. Flounder, what are we doing here? We did the Star Trek one. Yeah, that was good. We did the... Uh, Is it the woman sends a text to her husband? Uh, we did that one about the drunk and high water. Okay. Yeah, okay. A woman sends a text to her husband. Are you the wife or the husband? I'll be the husband. Okay. You're going to be the husband. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can also be the narrator there in the middle, or you want me to do it? Uh, I'll be the narrator. All right. You got to change voices now. All right. <clears throat> You're, I'm the wife. I'll start off. And cue it. Honey, don't forget to buy bread when you come home from work and your girlfriend, Valerie, greets you. Who is Valerie? Nobody. I just wanted you to answer, to have confirmation that you saw my text. But I'm with Valerie right now. I thought you saw me. What? <laughs> Where are you? Near the bakery. Wait. I'm coming right now. After five minutes, his wife sends a message. I'm at the bakery. Where are you? I'm at work. Now that you're at the bakery, will you buy the bread? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe that's too Who's much. Who's this Valerie? <laughs> All right, let's do the next one. That's that it. might have been a little... Man and other man. What, <laughs> which one are you? Man, yeah, yeah. All right, see. I'll be uh, other man. Better. As I grow older, I regret all the people I've lost over the years. Maybe being a trail guide wasn't the best job for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Sometimes the little simple ones are the best. Uh, boys, uh, weekend thoughts, plans? Uh, it is a weekend. I, I'm, I'm, uh, and I daylight saving time, don't forget. And, and by is the way, that Monday or Saturday? Saturday, Saturday. night. Uh, and don't for, I sent my kids a message. I was I always I'm the first one to send them a message to remind them. And I sent them the wrong. I said, don't forget, set your clocks back. It's actually you go forward. Oh yeah. So I make it make it wait, lighter wait, wait, later. Wait, 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 It's spring back. Well, if if it gets dark at five o'clock, now it's going to get dark at six at six o'clock. But so you put them forward. Uh, on the other hand, you should say if you want to spring back to life. If it, if you've yeah. had a terrible winter, spring back to life. That's how I always say to spring back, and they That's put it right. back. But he's supposed to go forward. Either That's way, right. do it either way is fine. In Smyrna, it, it could go either way this year it's a it's an either or by the way two states hawaii and arizona don't do anything i thought indiana didn't too indiana does half i think in half part and half part and, half by, and by the way congress is voting on a bill to make it permanent i like it yeah see i'm, I'm one of the few people who actually like the change well, uh, it was done for farmers and it people at, at bus stop, school bus stops you in pay the morning attention and, to the seasons yeah, more I, I think i know yeah I, I, everybody I, but me hates uh, i no no i love i love i love the change time. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, flounder, uh, whatever. Maybe we'll do, do, see what's going on. But we'll get some if balls. It, in yeah, that possible. or, I mean, hopefully next week we'll be able to actually play around. So. Wow, that'd be fun. All right, boys, uh, and God bless you all. Thank you so much for helping us out. Ooh, Ra, I got to go. You're killing me. <laughs>
Simplify, and uh, thank you. See you next time. Hey, hoop hoop. team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.